and welcome to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. My name's Luke Byron, and I was going to say joined as always, joined by Danny Jovicic for the first time, one of the fans have been asking for. Um, no movie podcast this week, we will have that next week doing the Godfather against the business during race week, so uh, all a bit AWOL. But Danny, how are we doing today? Hello, welcome. Um, big admirer of the pod. Yeah, I've uh, been asking to come on for a while and now I'm here, so hopefully I don't disappoint the fans. Uh, yeah, I've had a good day today, mate. What about you? Not too bad. You know, I was just asked you then, just checking out to uh, pronounce your surname. When I first saw it, I read it as um, Jovetic, that old Fiorentina player. Remember? Oh, him? yeah, yeah. He went to City and did nothing, yeah, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah scored yeah. two against Liverpool in the group stage. I ah, yeah, on, yeah, I remember that. Sky Sports News. We got knocked out that year. Yeah, yeah, I remember that, yeah. I think they went through. I think they went out to Bayern in like extra time. That was like the season of his life, and he's just never lived up to it since. He's Montenegro, wasn't he? Played yeah, he's he scored leading, against England, didn't he? He's their leading scorer. I had a little look at him today when I uh, was thinking about it. Um, to age it, he said his career was done when he was at City, and they cut him out their Champions League uh, squad for Wilfred Bonny, and that's uh, that's. Uh, I was taking mm, it right back. Yeah, Wilford Boney, he was a good player for Swansea in an average team. That's the problem, you see. Like Jovetic, you, he was a good player. He did it for Fiorentina, he did it on the international stage. Wilford Boney, these sort of players, they do well in an average side. Yeah. yeah. Like, like I, I think I've said before, like Scott Parker, he did very well for Charlton. He was Charlton captain, fantastic. Went to Chelsea, didn't perform. Um, well, you managed to win that like writers player of the year. The season West Ham got relegated. Oh, was did like, he? How the hell has this happened? Oh, well, you know, London boy, maybe London-based. Yeah. The FA are based in London. You know, I saw he's like the second ever player to score a goal in all of Europe's top five leagues. Who's that? Jovetic. Oh, Jovetic. Yeah. You were talking about yeah, Scott Parker. Getting, no, no, no. He's still getting on. He's at um, Hertha now. I think he's got like six goals in 16, which is like the best record he's had in about 10 years. That's all right, isn't it? It's yeah, not bad. Plodding on. Just a chat. How old are you? Because I think this will add into my next question. I'm 30 years of age. Yeah, so we're pretty similar. Because I was going to say, you're a Liverpool fan. I should mention that. Pretty good chance, like the rest of us, and we talk about this most weeks, United were winning everything for the majority of our childhoods, mm. times at school, etc. Yeah, yeah. So getting to see them now, obviously, a lot nicer. Yeah, well, I grew up in school. I went to, to school in uh, Springbank in Cheltenham and uh, every day you get it, especially after the, the United-Liverpool games, you, you get it. <laughs> you just walk through the, the, the entranceway and they jump on you. Like pack of wolves, United fans, you know. Ah, you know, Liverpool, rubbish, rubbish. And, uh, you know, yeah, looking back now, yeah, it is nice seeing them struggle, but I don't put too much emphasis on it. Like, at the end of the day, I'm a Liverpool fan. I enjoy watching what Liverpool are doing more than I enjoy watching what United are doing. So, you know. I think, uh, do you have Twitter? Yeah, well, I I did and uh, I stopped and then I went on it. Um, so I have got it but I don't yeah. really go on it because two of the most vocal fan bases on there I would say Liverpool yeah. and Arsenal and I think it is because of the similar age range we didn't have the chance to brag when we were growing up as much no. as a United fan so now it's like yeah. oh yeah well 
it's not so much about bragging for me. For me personally, come on, I've just seen you reacting to a Carabao Cup. Well, yeah, but that, that's like I said again. That's <laughs> supporting my team, supporting yeah, my yeah. team. I'm very happy. You, you on about Man United? Yeah. Uh, talking about bragging, you know, I, we don't need to brag. I think well, we enjoy it now because, um, Arsenal is is a bit different to Liverpool. Although I'd say I'm either side like. When I started senior school, Arsenal didn't win a single thing until the year I left, and then so I had no space in the middle there. But I think it's because you've had the rough times, you get to enjoy these so much more. Now, being a United fan, next time they win something, they'll enjoy that so much more than they would have enjoyed any of the last stuff they won because it was just expected rather mm. than being somewhat more. Yeah, yeah, I, I see your point of view. Yeah, um, with Liverpool, what is the first game you can remember watching were you, was it always Liverpool because I know a lot of people have it like they were maybe two teams and then they picked away when they were younger yeah, yeah. The, the playground swayed them yeah. uh, no I um, I um, since I was born I've, I've got pictures of me in Liverpool kits when I was one two and I just grew up and my dad was a, a, a keen fan obviously he grew up with Liverpool winning everything in yeah. the 70s and 80s and uh, yeah, so I was just born to be a Liverpool fan. I think my first game was when I was about eleven. I think ten, because my dad used to take me to Cheltenham games. When even, I was... even like before going, can you remember the first game that you actually had an interest in? Um, like I always say, for me, it was the two thousand and one FA Cup final when Michael Owen scored two against Arsenal, <laughs> and I remember yeah. feeling after like I actually cared about this. Like I actually cared whether we won or lost, and I would have been what seven. Yeah, I don't know really. I remember watching Champions League games when I when I was a little boy, um, two thousand two, two thousand three. I remember when we played Boa Vista. Owen, I think Owen scored a hat trick. He might not have at home. And uh, I remember because I wasn't allowed to watch the second half because I wasn't yeah, my old dad enough. Used to just say. And then I used to, you know, I used to say, "Oh, can I watch the second half only?" And they'd be like, "No, get to bed." And <laughs> so yeah, that was frustrating. I used to, yeah when I was a kid. And then I go into school and all my mates were talking about it and I obviously I didn't see it. So that, I used that to was... wake up and uh, check teletext. Yeah, that and was. Hope, and then yeah. try and try and uh, speak as if you'd seen it. <laughs> well, I just yeah, it was a bit. It was just obviously I'm a kid. Get to bed. Do you know what I mean <laughs> who? Who was your first favourite player for Liverpool? Yeah. Uh, I hate him now, but I probably would say Owen. Owen. Um, I. You know, I can remember him scoring goals. Even when he scored for England, I was a little nipper in yeah. France '98 when he scored for England. I suppose at the time he was my favourite player. I suppose I got, you know, shirts with Owen on the back. Yeah. Um, yeah, I probably do think it was Michael Owen. Few people's stock has dropped like his, and it's largely just because of commentating. I like, I know he fucked a load of clubs over at the end. Like Newcastle fans aren't aren't fans of him. Obviously, he screwed Liverpool fans over by going to United although I do still think that's like if you're a Liverpool player and then you got told you're going to Hull or you're going to United I do think I think if you canvassed 99 Liverpool legends and said right you're what what age would he have been like 34 you reckon I don't know I don't know you reckon if you asked 99 Liverpool legends it's Hull or it's United mm. and a good United side like not like this United side you've got to think probably a higher number than you'd like mm. 
would yeah, take it. Yeah, like I said, as a player, yeah, you would, but obviously we don't see that. We're no. fans. We, yeah. we don't care. We don't care about players' welfare. We don't care about their money. We're fans. We're Liverpool fans. We're tri- tribalistic. That's it. He's gone to Man United. End of story. It's different with him, though, isn't it? Because the fact that he won there, I think, is different. Because, like, Torres, if I compare how a lot of Liverpool fans see Torres now compared to Owen. Like, the fact Torres was shit when he went to Chelsea means it's a lot mm, easier to carry on liking no, him. No, no. I, I see where you... I see, yeah, yeah, I see where you're coming from, but, like, Sterling, he's won things, but at the end of the day, he, he generated that move. He wanted to leave. Yeah. You know, he got offered more money. You know, people say, oh, yeah, but he's won better things. We haven't won the Champions League. No, no. You know, Michael Owen left the year we won the Champions League. You know, so the grass isn't always greener, just for no, uh, green, no. you know. No, I mean, we had, we had a number of players like that around the time when it was like, if an Arsenal player left, you just had to say, is it Barca or Man City? Um, the Fabregas mm-hmm. one, like he he didn't have the same level of hatred when he went to Barca as he did when he went to Chelsea. Yeah, no, I, th- I think if you, I think it's the main thing is rivals. Yeah. Sterling went to City. Torres went yeah. to Chelsea. Owen went to United. Suarez, Coutinho. There's there's no hatred between the two. Okay, Suarez celebrated in the Champions League, but you know, I I, I consistently say I would I would rather if it's a player. Oh, it's different. If it's a player that you're not gonna like, like Van Persie when he scored against us at Old Trafford. Oh. If he'd put his hands up like that, I'd have hated that more. Because it's like, give me the reason to hate you. I hate mm. you already. I don't want you pretending now. You wanted to leave, celebrate with your new team. The Suarez mm. one, that was a pretty fiery game before, wasn't it? Ah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, but like I said, Suarez, I've got no animosity towards no, him. No, that's him. He, like, he's got, yeah, he, he will, uh, well, he will literally bite his way to win anything. <laughs> yeah, he yeah. literally do any, that's the type of player he is. But I've got no animosity, as a Liverpool fan, personally, I can't speak for everyone else, but I've got no animosity of a player. Like, at the time, we weren't succeeding. We were, we were, we were trying, but we weren't yeah, succeeding. Yeah. So, when a player goes to, your, you know, Real Madrid's, your Barca's, yeah, you know, Bayern Munich, whatever. If they go there, then it's not so much of a, you know, oh, he's left us yet yeah, to yeah. go and progress his career. But it's when they go to rivals, like, <laughs> for example, you've just said yourself, Van Persie. Yeah, that There's one, more hatred that towards hurt. him going yeah. to Man United than <laughs> yeah, Fabregas yeah. going to Barcelona. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, so it's, it's when they join immediate rivals. But I've got an opinion on that as well. The managers. Ferguson, do you really think Ferguson... Would have done that in reverse. Why did Wenger sell? He sold two, didn't he, to United? I'm sure he did. Or he sold one to a rival. I'm sure he did. Uh, yeah, Alexis as well as yeah, um, so, Van Persie. So he sold Sanchez. Was that Wenger, was it? Yeah. yeah Sanchez, yeah. Van Persie. Why is he selling them to title rivals? The the Van Persie one, I mean, I still don't like the bloke. I understand it a lot more now mm. because he put like a statement out and it was like one of them where I don't know why they do it because it's like, in the heat of this, we aren't reading your statement. But it basically said like he'd had a meeting with the board or whatever, he told them the way he wants to go forward and they disagreed, basically. And it was, they weren't going to put in the level of investment that he wanted. And you see it a lot more in American sport where they have like a big player and they'll say, I want you to do this. Like say LeBron, for example, and Van Persie's not LeBron, but he gets a massive say in what the Lakers do moving forward. And they've just had it in the NFL of Aaron Rodgers where he basically said, I want more of a say. Arsenal didn't fancy giving him that. And so... He went, yeah. The the to United is is the issue. But there. yeah, the thing is, like Ferguson, Benit. When we had Benitez, 
he wanted to sign Gabriel Heinze. Remember him? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And Heinze and his agent were trying to negotiate a deal with us. Um, Ferguson blocked it. Ferguson blocked yeah, it. Yeah, he was a proper but, bastard but, of a player. But, Ferguson blocked it. But I don't blame him. No, we had it. I would. We had it with um, the window we signed Ertzil. We were supposed to bring an Ertzil on that day and Denver Bar. Mm-hmm. And Denver Bar had done all the pictures and everything. And after we signed Ertzil, I don't know what they were expecting, but Jose was shook. And he said, absolutely not. And he pulled the plug on the deal. Hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. That, that's what um, big clubs are supposed to do, but we weren't acting like, like a big club. It's why now, it, when I see, um, and I think like so there's so much paper talk, um, the Liverpool links to Saka, it's mm. like, that's never going to happen because we would demand such a fee now, the fact one that it's to you and two that it's Saka, that it would just never happen. Whereas previously, it would have been like, oh shit, this, this might actually happen. I don't, yeah, no, I don't think... Um... Look, Arsenal, look, obviously I'm not saying this because you're sat yeah, in front yeah. of me and you're not uh, an avid Arsenal fan, but Arsenal on the way up now, they're not going to want to... No. Look, it would take big money. and I don't think... Saka's a, a good player. He's, he's young. He's a great player. You know, I wouldn't overestimate him, but he's a good player. But He'd fit perfectly in your front line. Well, in Liverpool's. Yeah, well, the fact he can play everywhere, obviously, is the, is the thing that like, you tick off the list. We're going to get on to Liverpool's front line, though. Oh, okay. Before we move on, what what's the angriest you can remember being as a Liverpool fan? Angriest? Um, well, the other week against Tottenham, no. <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know, really. Angriest? What, like... Uh, uh, it's like, potentially being, like, screwed out of a game, that yeah, sort of yeah. thing. Yeah, two of my angriest ever Arsenal moments are against Liverpool. Oh, are they? Go on, go on, which ones? The... Dirk Coit penalty in the ninety. Oh yeah, I was at that game. I was at that game. In the like ninety eighth minute against us, I I had different rooms to to what you're in now. I was just losing my head. Oh yeah. And (laughs) my mum was trying to shout up something to me. This is not a time. Yeah. Just like shout it back. I just had to get out the house and I went to go and play um, five aside, one of the outdoor ones. Oh yeah. This big bloke like John Carew just two minutes in just pushed me over in the rain and I was like this day just can't get any mm. worse so I'm scarred by that and the one the worst one uh, in the Champions League at Anfield Diaby scored the goal to open it well, I think it was one all first leg and Dirk quite dived for a penalty in there um, and then Phil Walcott had that run where he kind of made his uh, yeah, that'd be 1-4-2 to me is that yeah, the Babble scored you went like... straight up the other end Babble yeah, dived yeah, Babel horrible dive and then it was like Gerrard stepping up for a penalty and you knew what was going to happen and like everyone in my school year was a Liverpool fan, and I just oh, thought, I just don't even want to go in because I know, and I've I felt so robbed. It's like don't give me the high moment to then take it away. The Walcott one, yeah, but I suppose uh, the high moment for you was uh, was it the, the final, wasn't it? And, and yeah, that I, I'm that's two thousand six. Even even I wouldn't have minded if it, look. UEFA loaner that was Eng- right in their pomp. <laughs> English clubs in Europe, I don't, I hate them. I yeah, don't yeah. get all these patriotic fans, these so-called <laughs> patriotism. No. You got to support English club? No, you don't. You don't. What well, people that usually say it are the ones that like aren't really football fans. They're like the the guy in the office that is kind of a half fan, and they're like, "Well, you got to cheer for the English clubs, aren't you?" No, it's like, absolutely not. No, you don't. But that year, what? 
in contrast, that year, I, I wouldn't actually mind it if Arsenal had won that. I, oh. I didn't mind Arsenal winning that. That, that would have been perfect and would have saved me you a had lot a of great time. team you yeah. had a great team yeah Omri stunk the place out in the final unfortunately red card in the first like 20 minutes and then once again they give you the dare to believe it could happen and then take it away from yeah, you yeah I know my um, I had a moment like that fucking um, oh we lacked as well on this huh we yeah yeah sorry I was about no. to say sorry no no I've already <laughs> um, yeah so um, yeah I went to Kiev the Champions League final against Madrid and all season we've been playing fantastic football and it's a bit like that I was built up for I went to every single game that season away in the Champions League uh, and we we just killed teams we got to the final and oh it's just such an anti climax all the yeah. Liverpool fans in there uh, you know singing and we're finally here uh, you know Klopp sport sort of European <laughs> yeah, Cup yeah. first final since what 2007 and uh it, Salah went off and it, the no, whole place just went down. I watched that with um, two Liverpool fans, and I was, I was, I wasn't rooting for you, but as you said with the Arsenal, when it was like, yeah. I, I don't mind if they win it. Yeah. Like essentially, you weren't Chelsea, you weren't Spurs, you weren't uh, United, and yeah, Carius. Oh, I well, saw him on um, when I went on uh, your website today to look at your squad and his big grinning face. He's they, still there. They need to cover that up, yeah. He's still there. I, to be fair, I, look, he gets abused for that and because, obviously, we all went to Kiev and <laughs> yeah. he, he basically let us down. But, as a human being, I feel so sorry for the bloke because he never recovered from that. He the never ones, recovered. The ones with that, it's like, it's why you can look at players, it's why Pogba gets so much shit. It's like, we're curious. He, he is shit. He's playing shit. He can't do much more than that. Like, the mistakes were pretty basic, but when... It's hard to hold it against someone when they are literally doing their best. With someone when they have, like, the ability, and it's why Ertzel got so much shit as well, it's like, when you have the ability and you're not doing it, that's when you deserve to get the penalties. Like, Carrius... If you're in a Champions League final, Carrier shouldn't be a goalkeeper, really. Like, you should be going yeah, in. Yeah, but you know now, before that, he, he played the well, majority of the season. made you go and get season. Alisson, so... Obviously, like... Klopp had him in. Klopp trusted him, so we all trusted him. And, look, like I said, when I mentioned his career, I think he went to Besiktas or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was just like a weekly thing. It was getting... I felt so bad from his like, Sky Sports News. Uh, when do they ever feature the Turkish League, Sky Sports News? All of a sudden, it's on Sky Sports News. Karius has made another blunder. Yeah. It's like, nothing to do with you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's a Turkish League. And then, like, one bloke who's probably not even a Liverpool fan will send a tweet. And a tweet they shouldn't send. But then the headline's like, Liverpool fans send death threats to Karius. Oh, and it's like, come on, yeah. what are we doing here? But he made you go and get Alisson. So, all ended up well in the end. And then you... You beat Spurs. I've cheered that on like a... I know, I heard. you Like a Liverpool fan. Um, the Liverpool squad then. So, I'd say early on when we were speaking, Liverpool squad depth, a big point of contention. And I, I do I do have a point to admit here. Like, I do think you have quite a good squad depth when I was looking through this today. I would, if we'll go through the squad... The start of the season, obviously, if we take out Luis Diaz and we didn't really know how good Harvey Elliott was going to be, yeah. whether it was going to be, well, whether he was going to get minutes, really. So I guess you were kind of looking at that as, is it depth, is it not? 
I think, yeah, I think that with Harvey Elliott, obviously, a lot of people, a lot of insiders, a lot of people watched uh, football. We weren't sure that he was going to play as much. We knew he had talent. Yeah, yeah. We knew he had talent. Same with um, Smith Rowe. Yeah, yeah. We watched, um, we watched him for a few seasons now, Harvey Elliott, coming up from the youth. So we knew he is a good player. We just didn't know if he'd get time. And Klopp just loves him. Klopp just seemed to, at the start of the season before he had that horrific injury, he, just, he played him every game, yeah. and, and he was he was a breath of fresh air. He's, he's not scared. Like, well, look at Chelsea went up to yeah. Kai Havertz and tried to bully him. <laughs> you know, he's not scared. He takes players on. He, he's aggressive. He's passionate, and that's what you want. You, you want someone who's fearless. Like Arsenal now, you know, yeah, yeah. you've got a lot of young players. Martinelli, he's a, an aggressive player. He's a good player. I, I don't like how much Klopp keeps mentioning him. Oh wow, yeah. <laughs> After Saka, we get him yeah. as well. Yeah. If we start with the goalkeepers, like. Gone are the days when Adrian is your backup, like uh, well, Allison and Kelleher. You're saying that's not that, bad, is you it? said that, mate. Yeah. Adrian, he won us that Super Cup final the other year. I went to Istanbul oh. against Chelsea. He saved the penalties. He played in the first, I think, twelve games in the league that we won the league. So he didn't do that bad a job, mate, as a backup, did he? Did you feel safe with him in the net? Because if you did, I think you were probably but in that, a minority. Yeah, what? You feel a lot safer with Kelleher. Oh, but. We've not seen Kelleher make a mistake, really. Well, we haven't, but he's not really played that much. He's, probably, do you reckon he's played as much as Adrian played? Adrian a few league games, didn't he? I think Adrian, in that, the start of that season, I really do believe Adrian played really well. He, I can't believe West Ham let him go for a start. But, well, he ran out of contract. Yeah, he, he ran out of contract. Yeah, he ran yeah. out of contract. I, I can't believe they didn't offer him another contract because he played, He was a good goalkeeper. He, went, he, he came to us... And Alisson got injured, and everyone wrote lip off. Oh, the goalies, the goalies down. He he did superb for backup keeper. He did a good job that season. But even at West Ham, like he was a solid keeper, but you knew there was a mistake there. So I, I don't think it was unfair to say. Like other other fans, if you were going up against him or you were going up against Alisson, like it was oh fair, yeah, of course, oh well, yeah, yeah, and of even course, then of it was like if Arsenal played and Adrian was in goal, I'd think we had a chance because he's just not a guy... He doesn't look like a convincing keeper. Well, he's a bit like Fabianski. He's a good shot stopper, but not of the top quality. There's certainly worse backups you can have, but yeah, if yeah. I was a Liverpool fan, I'd feel safer with Kelleher there. So if you, if you look at that squad depth for our keepers, that's three good good goalkeepers. Yeah, Carrier's yeah. still on the books there. His contract must be probably up this summer. Yeah, I would imagine, mate. Left back, um, you've got... Robertson and uh, Simicast star wise, um, I guess you could say they're the spitting image of each other. Well, yeah, <laughs> spitting image. Um, yeah, I think uh, Simicast seems a good player, decent player, a good backup. A lot of people had him in their fancy, so a lot of people can't, you know, say, oh, he's not that good, and yet no. they all they all are happy to accept points from him at the he's, start of the season. He's pretty much perfect for a backup because he's. He's good enough to to fill in. He is content enough because when you're signing as a when Liverpool are signing a left back, you know you're not going to be starting many games. It's the same yeah. issue Arsenal had um, trying to get one behind Tierney. But I mean, he, he's one. Well, I know. Look, I'm not I'm not deluded. I'm not saying he, he's a great player, but you know, he's one Greek player of the year. What three years in the trot? He's come from Olympiacos to Champions. He's a decent decent the, player. The key thing he can is, play. And it's Klopp does this well is um, he finds a player in the same style like because your system is so specific 
he doesn't have to change the system when Robertson's out and Simicast is in. It's literally like plug and play. Mm. And you probably don't expect the same level of output, but Klopp isn't having to... He's not having to put someone further back to cover Simicast. Like, yeah. I mean, he's not really had a bad game, has he? If anything, he's probably exceeded expectations when he has played. Yeah. Particularly yeah. early on. He's, he's a good player. He's a good player. Look, as a backup, he's a good player. Well, it's pretty much... If Klopp could find a Simicast at right back, he'd be happy because of all. If you were to like single down a position, that's probably where you've got the least depth. And again, yeah. it's like and who do you get behind yeah. Trent? But you've got like Williams and Joe Gomez is, I guess, supposed to be a back at right back if if you need him. Yeah, we got obviously he likes to tinkle with Milner as well, doesn't he? That's... He likes to drop Milner back. Uh, he trusts Milner, doesn't he? So do he... you trust Milner at right back? Uh, well, I trust him to get booked. Well, <laughs> the only gate, the only time he didn't do that is I remember Twitter. Seemingly, everyone was on um, Milner to get booked against Palace. He was mm. him up against Zaha at fullback, and it was this is a guaranteed booking. And he must have just had the game of his life because <laughs> obviously he didn't get booked, and pretty sure you won the game. But that's in the summer. I would imagine a back at right back is going to be high on the agenda. Yeah, potentially. Yeah. Uh... You just need someone who's happy to. You want someone in that like twenty-two-year-old yeah. age range who's happy to learn from Trent. Well, that that that's a um, that's a good uh, point, nice Luke. That's a good point because you look at Man City, you look at Liverpool squad, and, and the amount of times that, that people are rotated, benched. Yeah, yeah. Um, I use Origi as an example. Uh, Sky Sports are quick to jump on the bandwagon, like listening to Talksport at work. They quickly jump on the bandwagon and say he should go. Yeah. He should go. David James, yeah, art lover David Christ. James, uh, <laughs> prostitute for Sky Sports <laughs> and the media outlets. David James, who couldn't catch a cold, yeah. mind you, good shot stopper, but couldn't catch a cold when he played in goal for Liverpool for for England. Um, he said he was saying he, Keller. Oh, he needs to go. He needs to go. No, he doesn't. He doesn't need <laughs> no. to go to young man. Origi, he scores. Yeah, he's got to go. Why do they create this mass hysteria? They do it with City players as well. well. The Origi one is effectively, if you could ask him honestly, it's would you rather play 15 games for Liverpool and potentially win a title mm. or would you rather play 25, 30 games for, what do you reckon, Wolves, Newcastle? Ham, Villa. Yeah, yeah. Well, he was going to go to Wolves. I'm sure Wolves yeah. put a bid in. We rejected it because it wasn't... Klopp said it and then at the same time, offer. if you're him and someone like, say Norwich are coming for him, it's like, no, I'll be all right. I'll, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll stay at Liverpool. But, but that, that's one thing that does irk me big time when like they have good games like Keller, obviously after the cup final, people all of a sudden saying, oh, he should go. He should go. Like they know what is his best interest. We had this you know. after Tavares had one good game and it was like, he either needs to start ahead of Tierney yeah. or he needs to go. And it was like, Man City and he's, like, well, he's not going to go and start out of Cancelo or whatever is it no yeah the the, the right back one I would imagine because you, you rotated Trent um, was it Norwich actually the other week where you you rested him and Salah maybe or or Mane and eventually they went up and then you turned it around the second half yeah but I'm pretty sure Trent because a load of people had him as a triple captain in fantasy yeah. oh did they yeah yeah, but you want someone who probably probably looked to one of these like Greek, Turkish leagues, someone like that. Yeah, take someone who wants to move to the big club. That's 
I'm I'm one of the few people that does love the Europa League. I love the theme song. Yeah. Better than the Champions League theme song. Do you know what? Do you know what? It gives you those minutes. The Europa League, when I was growing up, when I was growing up, obviously as a club, you want to be in that Champions League for the yeah, money. Yeah. You know, you want to be in that top four prestige, the money, you want to be in best amongst the best elite footballers. You, I get that. When I used to go as a fan, I used to love yeah. the Europa League. You go to Bucharest, you go to Trabzonspor, which is nearer to bloody Iran than it is Istanbul. You go to places like... Oh, you know, Helsinki, you go places, Russia, Ruben Kazan, I went to Kazan, Macedonia, Skopje, I've been to their national stadium to watch, you used to go everywhere, all over Europe you used to go, it was fantastic, because the Champions League, it's the same teams, pretty much, yeah. give or take one or two every there year. Was, there was a thing one there with um, Spurs in the Conference League, and there's that one ground that has the like rail track going around the outside that I was seeing, and it was like these are the kind of grounds you get to go to if you're in the conference. Yeah, like just, as a fan, when I when I started going to European away games as a fan, you 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 couldn't beat the Europa League for for traveling for tr- the places you went to. The, uh, you know, the reason I loved it was it felt like pressure off football, like you, especially under Unai Emery you could get battered by like Palace on a Saturday hmm. and then you got to play Dundalk on a Thursday and it was like, right, I can at least enjoy watching Arsenal for 90 minutes here before it's like Sheffield away on Saturday. And he loves that competition, doesn't he? He, he, he won it with it. everyone except us and then he knocked us out once he got he to left. the final, didn't he? And then yeah, Chelsea, 4-0, yeah, it? Yeah, I was away with um, work, rushed back. I was so excited. They already had top four and it was like, are they going to have the same, want it the same as us? Kalasinac just, I don't know what he got in a perfect position Giroud to cross scored, and spooned it. Yeah, Giroud scored and then um, there was the clip of him on the coach saying, thank you Arsenal, thank you, <laughs> you piece of work. <laughs> um, midfield. Now I do think if you're going to question the depth of Liverpool anywhere, it is midfield, not necessarily in numbers because... Fabinho, Henderson, Curtis Jones, Thiago, Milner, Cater, and Ox. But effectively, it's been a two-horse race, the league. And last year was kind of a one-horse race. But when you look at City's midfield options, that's effectively where Liverpool need to be. Not You're never going to have the same depth as them. Or you're going to struggle to sustain the, same, the depth. Because the depth you've got this season and we'll get on to it in a second, you're probably not going to have that next season because a number of contracts on sales. But if you could get, say, a Luis Diaz equivalent to add into that midfield mix, then you'd be all right. But the drop-off once Fabinho and Henderson are out, like you I shouldn't think, be relying on Naby Keita in the Champions League. Like, he's, well, he's the I only think... flop of Klopp's purchases, and he's so bad. <sighs> Well, yeah, I t- do, do you know why I tend to disagree with you there? Because I know what you're basing that on. You're basing that on the fact that we bought him for 52 million and he came with a big, big I reputation and he came with a big reputation from RB Leipzig and and he hasn't produced what we all expected. Um, I think he's, he's a decent player. Look, I, think, I don't think if you put him in Leicester's midfield, we'd be going, he's a good player, he is. Like... I think well, we'd probably say well, I would, enough if Leicester bought a player like that for 52 million they'd revolve the team around him 
they bought a big player, a big marquee sign, and they would revolve a team around him. So he he, he might be. He a almost looks like he's a luxury player, but you don't get the full luxury out of him because I don't think you could build a team around him. And at the same time, I don't, he doesn't look physical enough to be able to compete. Like his physicality, he's not putting it out in the right in the mm. right way. Like that League Cup final. And that's a one-off, but that could easily have cost you the game when he get if he gets a red card. Yeah, there, yeah, like he yeah. Have. He's just when you look at the success of like effectively every other player you've signed in the last couple of years, he's the standout one. And probably Ox is probably next, but he's probably he's given you more moments. Yeah. Than Cater has. Yeah. You just when they can have like Gunduan as like a third option. Yeah, I think you have banged the nail on the head a bit with the midfield. I think, but a lot of a lot of the midfield is um, covered. Well, I don't know if that's the right word. Covered up by by our attack. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so you just need to keep it tight in there. Yes, yes. So, look, we've got two of the best, in my opinion, and people laugh. Yeah. They can. In my opinion, we got two of the best midfielders on the planet in Thiago and Fabinho. That's my my opinion. The, Thiago is injured more than he plays. I get that, but he, he the way he passes the ball, you he watch splits, him pass the ball. He splits opinion, Thiago, because he splits defenses with his balls. I think he's he one of the most nothing players. Of I would put him in the El Nenny bracket, and he's El Nenny. <laughs> How disrespectful of you, Lucas? <laughs> he's a lot more. Talented. That's disgusting. He's a lot more talented. He's, he's won things at Barca. He's won things at so, Bayern. He's won things at Liverpool. How he's El Nenny? He's a lot more talented than El Nenny, but. He he's not a player that gets you out of your seat, and he nine, is. nine he players is. in that team. He uh, found, but he, he is. He's, he's very underrated. I don't I'm, think we appreciate him. Look, he gets injured, and that's the reason why Liverpool fans get annoyed with him. I see on social media, Liverpool fans get annoyed with him because he's always, always injured. Carabao Cup final, injured in the warm-up. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, yeah, I get that side of things. He was the only one who that Carabao Cup final meant the same to him as it did to you. When he's crying right. in the warm-up, that was like, I like that. I like the passion there. Of course. Look, but, at the end of the day, he, split, he does split opinions. But when he plays... To, just type in, go on YouTube and type in uh, his ball I've to no Salah doubt, against Inter Milan no away. His highlight reel is insane, but it's like El Nenny. El, El Nenny's highlight reel is better than Thiago's El highlight reel. El Nenny, genuinely, El Nenny's highlight reel is better than Thiago's oh, highlight yeah, reel. Anyway. The goals that man has put together when o- Ox, uh, he told Mo Salah, El Nenny's the real king of Egypt. Ah. His highlight reel is like Giroud's, where in like 20 years' time, you show someone, they're going to think he was like yeah, one of the world's best no, players. No, because you look... Giroud is, is a world-class player, in my opinion. Thing, yeah. The thing that annoys me with Thiago from the outside is the love he gets should go to Henderson. Because Henderson is twice the player Thiago is. And do you reckon if you, uh, if you asked Klopp and you said, you can only have one of these two? Yeah, yeah. I think you'd pick Henderson. Yeah. That purely because of he he means more to the team than Thiago does. But like with the way Thiago plays, Fabinho should be the dream because he's essentially taking the physical side out. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. So yeah. he has even more opportunity to shine. And it's like he, he look. There's no doubt in anyone's mind. Thiago is a luxury player. He's a luxury player. At Barton, Bayern, he had the time. He had is the he delivering luxury for you. 
Well, I suppose what you're saying is, is he giving assists? Is he giving goals? If Is that what you're meaning? No, well, even like at the start of the season, say opening day of the season, Thiago was ruled out for the year. I wouldn't base your title chances any more or any less by the fact that he was out. If yeah, depth, yeah, depth, I see what you're saying. Maybe, saying. but I feel like you can get just as much with him off the pitch as you can as you can on it. And maybe it is his expectations are sky high because when you've been at Barca and you've been yeah, at Bayern, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think look, we all thought when he came in he was going to be like rock and roll football as Klopp calls it. In the yeah, middle of that, yeah. he when, was going to shine because he was going to make excited, it tick. Everyone was excited, he? When he was linked with Liverpool, people couldn't believe it. People were losing their heads. Oh, and my. it was so cheap as well, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, 29 million, wasn't it? And 20... it was spread over like five years. I think it was even less than that, to be honest. Well, we deserve it. After talking about Michael Owen earlier, we didn't even get 8 million. We <laughs> yeah. got a Real Madrid reject, Nunes. We uh, had a few of them. For that bloody, yeah. Danny Ceballos. No, yeah. He came from Madrid as well, didn't he? Yeah, you can see there. Does he still play for Arsenal? No, no, he's back at Madrid now. Like, if you... Oh, we are, yeah. Yeah, if you're ever thinking of giving up on your dreams, he's getting minutes for them as well. Is he? Um, The other, like, midfielders, though, I couldn't be higher on Curtis Jones. Like, he's got that perfect blend. I guess if you were to look at the two, I'm sure you've seen opposition fans dislike um, Harvey Elliott. Yes, I've, yeah. seen, I've seen an opposition fan dislike every single Liverpool player what, all my life. The difference the difference for me is Curtis Jones looks like he has the kind of arrogance that you can get behind. Like it's the kind of arrogance you want in like a midfield player. Elliot is like, he's slightly too far. It's, I mean, he's, he's well, called he's, also, he's the chaviest bloke I've seen in the Premier League. And we had Wilshire. Look, he's, he's a character. That's what we want, <laughs> yeah. Luke. It's what we want. Yeah, we want characters. And that's what Harvey Elliott is. He's a character. He is. You know, he lifting our smoke bomb up. We want to see things like that. You yeah. know, okay, yeah, yeah, he's going to get yeah, fired. No, we, I have, yeah, I have no issue you know with mean? that. We want to yeah. see things like that. With Ox, and I think he's an interesting one, because if you ask him if his move to Liverpool had been a success from Arsenal, he'd say yes, obviously. He's won a Champions League. Mm. He did say down the camera that was for you, Gunners, after beating Spurs, which I liked. Um, I think... Arsenal would feel like they won that deal when you look at getting about 40 million for him and then he's I shown think, what he can do yeah. but he's another one where he's constantly injured but do you think get, Liverpool think they got value for money I, mm, I suppose that's a difficult one because we spent probably if it was 10 million less I reckon you'd say yes I think I think it's very hard for Arsenal to say they won because they are they haven't really progressed since you know, they didn't buy quality with that many, really. I don't or do you disagree? Um, the midfield is probably... Oh, I'm not going to say, like, party was with the Ox money. So, the midfield we've bought in that time, no, I wouldn't say that. But I would look at, say... Don't o- forget Ox. Ox's, Ox's time had, had ran out of Arsenal, that yeah, was yeah. for sure. Um, well, it's like Walcott, wasn't it? Him and Walcott were basically... The, the the young lads at Arsenal and, and their time ran out. They, they the, both they both left, didn't they? The worst is like I remember coming on the podcast. Connor was on then, and I think it was like a it must have been a Sunday game. I think we played you, and he moved after you beat us four 0 at the Emirates. Ox played, and then he joined Liverpool the week after, and he did an interview ahead of the next game. And he was like, "Yeah, we we beat Arsenal four 0 last week." 
and he's like, on a minute. Um, I'm not sure you're claiming this one, but he he seems a, a great guy, Ox. And in terms of depth, he's probably the kind of guy that you do want as an option. Yeah, but he, you're going to want to pay him he, less money than you are now. He's done well. He's done well. I mean, I, a few highlights that stick to my head is a goal he scored against Man City yeah, in our Champions yeah, League, yeah. our screamer. He scored one in the league as well when um, you beat them. I think I'm not sure if it was the year you won it because that was behind closed doors, wasn't it? So the year before, you smashed him at Anfield. Hmm. There was like a 10-minute period and you scored either two or three in there. Salah and Manny both. Manny scored a header, yeah. didn't he? And Ox scored in like the first 10 minutes. He scored a peach. I can't remember, do you know? The one you're thinking is in Champions, Champions League, League, I, I think can remember might that. be in the league. Oh, really? Yeah. Could be, could be. It was dark at Anfield, I know that. Sunday um, night. Oh, potentially, yeah. But yeah, no, like, I like Ox. He's, he's a good player. Look, he's no one saying he's special. He's a good player. He's, yeah. You know, as a backup, he's a good player. To put, you know, he play in the FA Cup, the League Cup, Champions League, Premier he, League. Yeah, he's the type of guy that you can be happy for as well. Like he, he left us, and I don't remember feeling hearing any resentment from Arsenal fans. It and was, he started that video, didn't he? The old TikTok video up the stairs. Yeah, so yeah, you can't yeah. hate him, can <laughs> no, you? No, no, he, he seems you know. he seems a lovely guy. Um. The other midfielders, though, Milner getting a new deal, looking like another one-year added on. Extension. Look, Milner, he's evergreen, and he he's, he knows the Premier League inside out. He's not obviously clearly because he gets booked you, every time he plays. You usually got to say model pro when you yeah. talk about Milner. Oh yeah, he gets booked every time he plays. So pace-wise, he's lost it, but he's got the brain and. You're it, keeping him for the dressing room more yeah, than on the pitch. Yeah, if aren't you? Klopp thinks that's a good idea, then yeah. I fully back it. I fully yeah. back him. You know, playing till he's 50. If it helps yeah. us in mentality, it helps the club, you know, give him the money. And then forwards, like, you've brought in um, Luis Diaz, obviously, which is kind of like the cherry on top. I, I don't believe there's a side in the world who has a better forward, the best, there's a, it's six, six strikers. As a collective, I don't believe there's a side in the world that has a better strike force than us. You're talking Luis Diaz, yeah? You're talking, uh, let me let me finish. Yeah, you're Mo doing Salah. You're right. talking Sadio Mane. Yeah. yeah. Firmino. People yeah. laugh at Firmino, but that's four, in my opinion, four world-class players there. Yeah. And yeah. then you've also got Origi Minamino, who, who can play yeah. in the Premier League. They can score. Yeah. You know, Minamino scored two against Norwich, Premier League team. Minamino did very, very well at Southampton on loan last season. He got you through to the uh, League Cup. Right, again, yeah, against he, Leicester. He's the type of signing that you need someone like him at right back. Who, Minamino? Yeah, where you've paid, what, like 12 million for him. The ceiling's high. He's happy to be a squad option. Yeah. And if it goes wrong... What you've you, it's not like Cater, is it? Like you can write that off easy um, with him. But yeah, the, the forward option. I was going to ask you what the best front line is now because I've seen Liverpool fans turning on him. Probably sounds harsh, but the the favour towards Mane mm. is sliding. But is I, it because you got a shiny new toy in Luis Diaz? Um, because watching. Him now compared to watching Diaz now is like night and day. The the thing is, Manny and and man, look, I'm going to give you my opinion on Sadio Manny. Yeah, he's a well class player. He's a fantastic player. No yeah. no doubt in my mind. He's a good finisher at the ball. Um, what I, I don't know, go on. You're talking about you 
Well, we'll make sure you get it in the mic. Oh, yeah. Testing. There testing. There you are again. Yeah. Um, one thing I will say about Sadio Mane is, uh, look, Mane has done it on numerous occasions where he's thrown his toys at the pram. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and yeah. I'm talking about when Salah. Look, Salah. He's a striker. He's a greedy striker. The best strikers in the planet are yeah, greedy yeah. players. Yeah? Van Nistroy, Shearer, they're greedy players. They didn't pass the ball. Salah, if Salah can sniff a goal, he's not going to pass that ball. Yeah? Yeah. That's the same with all great yeah, strikers. Yeah. Mane, I think it's Burnley the other year. He, he started having a go and I'm thinking, hang on. That's the one he... What's your, what's your problem? Because, you know what? Threw a shirt on the floor or something, didn't yeah, the more off, I watch, Yeah, the more I watch Liverpool now, yeah, do you know who's not passing that ball? It's Sadio Mane. I think he I think he looks like someone where he's like, look, you didn't pass to me, I ain't uh, passing to you. Mate, when we won the league, and, and, and I tell you what, I didn't even notice this. My girlfriend bought this up, yeah? Ellie, she bought this up, said, I was too busy celebrating, I, you yeah. know, we're lifting the league for the first time in my life. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Look at Sadio Mane. I said, what, what are you want about? Look at Sadio Mane. Not smiling, not <laughs> celebrating, just on his phone. And I'm thinking... You know, I didn't think nothing of it. I thought, a bit strange. Carabao Cup final celebrations. I'm thinking you've seen this, Luke. Is it a weird? Is it a weird thing like, um, like some of the players, whether it's for like religion or whatever, they get worried they're going to get sprayed with. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I've seen that clip. Yeah, I, I don't think know it if is. I, I don't know if, if that's what. It's weird though because I I said before I I don't think he's going to be here next season, Mane. He's got a year left on his deal, and yeah. when you look at and if we, it's hard to even call it a rivalry, him and Salah, because the 90% of the time it works and the 10% of the time is what we focus on oh, when, yeah. when they have a moment. Manny, don't get me wrong, he's a world-class player. Yeah. I think Manny walks into any side in the world. But if, you, if you're giving me a choice between them two, if you're saying yeah, yeah. sell Manny and give Salah what he wants contract-wise, I'd, I'd say yes, do that. I think part of the issue is going to be that... Um, um, just to chuck figures out, I don't think you can give Salah four hundred grand without giving Mane three fifty. Like I don't think the dynamic between them will work where he he feels that he's that much of a lesser option, and the numbers show that he is. But I don't think you're gonna be able to make that work. I think with Firmino, he'd take a lesser deal, but I st- I just think you're gonna move on from the pair of them, but. I think the dynamic with them, you, you can't possibly keep them. And essentially, and this is why I think I think the depth might struggle more next year compared to what you have now, is because I think you may say, well, we've already replaced Mane, whether it's Jota or Luis Diaz. Mm. Jota, Jota, yeah. I forgot to mention him yeah, I when wonder, I gave you that I list. Wonder, I, yeah. I forgot I, to I, mention Diego Jota. Another fantastic player. What do you think is your best front three? At the moment, Salah, Mane and Diaz, I'd, I'd say. But then again, it's hard, isn't it? But that's what I'm think, saying. I think We're talking about squad depth, Luke. Yeah, We're talking yeah, about squad yeah. depth. Yeah. And I can't, I can't choose one because you look at Jota. And uh, I, Jota is a, a, a fantastic talent. I think if I'm Jota in training, I'm staying hours after to work on being able to do what Firmino does or just at least being able to play a striker role, because you lose a lot of what Salah offers you if you bring him central, where he, where he can isolate players on the wing and drive in. And so that's why Mane's been there. I think if you're Jota, you try and force your way in there and hope that you don't sign someone 
in the summer because Diaz is another one. Is you don't want to put him central. Like you, you lose out no. a lot of what he has. With like, Diaz at the minute, I think. Uh, well, in my opinion, I, I, I just don't think he's he's going for it. I think a lot of what he does, because he, he, he's new. He, he a lot of time he check back, he pass. He's not taking the players on. He, uh, he's a, such an exciting player. He reminds me of Luis Suarez when Luis Suarez was at the pool. He's the most like. Jogger Benito player. He, I like him a lot. Like he's what um, he's. I said. You know, I think he's what Pepe was supposed to be, and we've got a very small sample size with Diaz at the moment. But the way Diaz plays now is how Pepe was playing in France. Yeah. And he's a guy who's just. Fun. I think the end game for Klopp is going to be how you get a Salah Diaz Jota front line because all of them are just savages. Like. Yeah. And Mane doesn't look to me like he's that guy anymore one thing I do like about Klopp obviously Klopp's contract will run out I think he's going to leave take a sabbatical 24 isn't it yeah he's got always on that Germany coach but I think Germany role but I think what he wants to do is take a sabbatical um, I think yeah I think he will go when, when it does expire but what, one thing I do like about him and it, it's 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 the total opposite to Ferguson yeah, Ferguson. He leave you in the Ferguson knew. Yeah, yeah. Ferguson <laughs> knew he was. You know, that, that side he won the league with. The last Ferguson side he won the league with should never win no, a, no. a football <laughs> league. Should never I say a football match. No. Yeah. What was it? Gibson? Bloody uh, Evans. It was. Yeah. Is like it? Was Darren Fletcher. Yeah. yeah I don't. Think, you know. It, it stunk. It stunk compared to his original teams. But if you look at Klopp, he, look Jota, twenty-five. If I'm, if I'm correct. Um, Diaz, 25. Yeah. Canate, 22. Trent, 23. Harvey Elliott, Curtis Jones. It, it looks good. Yeah, Keller, yeah. Keller. It, yeah. it looks good, the future at Liverpool. And that, that's one thing I thought I, I, I'd mention. Well, that's why I think um, this summer is going to be about like kind of a refresh. Mm. Like You've got the key parts. I do think, I think if you make a big sign-in in the summer, it's going to be a centre-mid. Because I, I do think that area of the park needs a bit of like juice added into it like if you can get someone that can partner Fabinho for the next three years I don't think you're going to buy like a project of a player like you're not going to buy someone who's in the same part of his career as like Elliot and Jones but the the links I, I was looking at the names you've been linked with the most and a couple of these look like they've already gone elsewhere like uh, Front Kessie looks like he's going to Barca what about Mbappe where's he in there well, I don't think you'll be paying the wages that if, uh, if you don't uh, want to pay. Just, just if, thought, you know, if you don't want to pay Salah's wages, what about Harland? What about him? I think he'll be at Barca as well. Ah, uh, okay. Well, okay, that's fine. that's fine. The the Bellingham one, if I was a Liverpool fan, would be the most exciting link. To be fair, me, I I can't I can't I can't really talk much about him. I've n- I've not really seen Bellingham play at all. If I'm being if I'm being honest with you, you just want someone who's an upgrade on. Henderson an upgrade on Thiago because Henderson as he gets older his his style of football doesn't age because as you get older you can't get about the pitch the way mm. he does and he, a lot of his plays about his kind of doggedness and getting around and making a nuisance of himself and you can't do that the older you get so his minutes are going to be reduced and he's not an old man now but um, mm. if you can get someone and it looks like you're going to get this um Carvalho in where, from Fulham yeah like the and first uh, again, time the deal's ever like not been done in yeah. the time frame again I don't know too much about him well, so I saw far. he's been playing he plays like a 10 for Fulham so it's interesting as to whether Klopp sees him as like an 8 or like a winger 
you'd imagine. Hopefully, the creativity. Midfielder. I think with Diaz, we got we've look. There was a lot of serious look. The squad's been good, but we lacked that creativity when Salah didn't play. Salah is a man who can create anything out of anything. He doesn't need people to create for no, him. No, but you can't. When we're missing him, we do lack that creativity in midfield. But at the same, at the same time, like. Um... It's kind of the same where people were shocked that you dropped off without Van Dijk, and it's like you can't have a backup to Van Dijk. Like it doesn't. That's like you can't have a backup to Messi. You can't have a backup to like Maradona. Like you can't have two of that kind of player. Mm. Um. So you need you just need someone that can keep Fabinho doing what he's doing, and just like you've done with Diaz, like that front depth looks so much better with one extra piece of quality in there. Mm. If you add, and we went through the the list of midfielders, like if Henderson goes from being your number two option to your number three option, mm. well, suddenly everything just looks so much sweeter. And if Thiago goes from being two to three or three to four, and you have the choice, everything just looks so much rosier. So I, I think I don't think you're going to sign two, three, four, five players like some like United are going to do that this window. Arsenal are probably going to do that. If you've got a budget, it should go on one midfielder, pretty much. I think to uh, just yeah, put that juice me. in the middle. Do you think Salah stays? Yeah, I've. Well, I don't know. I, I, it does make. I love Salah. Let, yeah. I love him. You know, not okay, not as much as my girlfriend, but he's up there. And I, I love Mohamed Salah, what he's done for Liverpool, and 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 do you know what makes me love him more? The fact that every fucking buddy hates him. That's what I, I, no, I don't. That's I, what makes me love him even more. And um, you know what? I think <laughs> some of that's t- changed. I think there was a phase where now he's labelled as a diver. Regardless, now he could never oh, go down no. again in his career, and he's still going to be called a diver. Yeah, but you know what? There was what? a definite we, phase where he was looking for penalties. Yeah, of so, course. And so he had it where VAR starts going against him. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. Happening. So I do think that's a lot of the reason why people dislike him, but. I don't think you can not. But what about, what about England? England's darling, Harry Kane. Look, How many times has he gone no, over in his look, career? You don't need to tell me. It's the only, <laughs> yeah, but what I'm saying is, it's all, uh, it's all people's opinions, isn't it? You know, people say, "Oh, he's a diver, he's this, he's that." A lot of a lot of bloke. A lot of people will say about Salah is that he went down easy, but they were fouls. But he went down, which is why he didn't get the penalties. Because he, he the way he went down, it's not natural. Look, if we analyse every penalty decision Kane gets, we'd be here for another week. He, he's, I've got time, he, Luke. Yeah. I've got time. He, there was the game against um, against us. It was the 2-2 North London derby. I was, I was at the game and it was right in front of me and he, he dived in like the 18th minute uh, in the replay after when they did a lot of Jeff Shreves they showed him his dive back and he was like oh uh, yeah yeah I've seen that I'm not sure I mean I think you can see some contact there mate Ali Kane <laughs> played at Anfield and, and I think Mignolet was in goal I think it was Mignolet Jesus. yeah well maybe yeah, that's you why mentioned you, Carriers maybe, maybe that's why you thought more Carriers I, I think it was Mignolet no I don't know it, it wasn't Alisson it definitely wasn't Alisson so so the, the replay showed Kane. He dived. <laughs> He's vital. he got clipped in the air, but he still dived. But let's not be, because let's, he got clipped in the air. They gave the penalty. The FA Spurs are freakish. Son broke Andre Gomez's leg and got oh, more sympathy yeah. than Andre tears, Gomez. Yeah. He was doing his love farts to the yeah. camera. My girlfriend the other night we watched Tottenham yeah. flash Everton, and I know I mean obliterate. 
Everton <laughs> who could be going down. Let's but let's forget about yeah. them because they're, they're relevant in this conversation. But what I will say is Ellie, my, my girlfriend, yeah. I mentioned her a few times, we were watching the game the other night and she's going, oh, Son, oh, I like oh, Son. Don't. Why do you like Son? <laughs> he, he's not a nice person. Not. And I'll tell you what, I, I was really annoyed. When North, when South Korea won that Asian Games and he didn't have to go into the army, I was really annoyed. Yeah, I was really annoyed at that. You know, he should be going to the army as a young South Korean national. Pull your finger out. You know, you know, that really annoyed me. That did. With with Salah though, it's like um, um, a lot of people do hate him. You're not you're not wrong there, but. His his goal against City um, this season oh. is as much of one where it's. Oh. Like, what can you? What can you? Say? Oh. You can't. There's no. You can't look at that and like, not enjoy. That's one of them. You need slow motion. I was on my knees. I was on my knees before he had the shot. I was halfway out the door with my shirt off <laughs> before the ball nestled in that net. It was brilliant, and he's done that lots of times. Yeah, that, that type of goal in a big game as well. Yes. And yeah. people say he's not a big game player, though, Luke. So don't, don't, please don't put words in people's well, mouths. He's, he's not a big game player. People his, say it's his final record, but like, it's he's got the same finals record as Henri in this. Like, are you, is it, are you saying either of them aren't good players? <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. No, uh, yeah. I don't think I don't actually think he wants anything that outrageous. His contract, he doesn't. I think he probably wants to be in the ballpark of De Bruyne and De Gea, which would put him among the top players in the Premier League. But he's the best player in the Premier League, so it's like. Yeah, it's, it's fair. And I get it. I get it. The only thing that that winds me up is obviously the agents are pushing. Look, Salah is saying he's happy with Liverpool. His family is settled in Liverpool. He's playing the best football he's ever played for Liverpool. Liverpool put him on the map. He is a global superstar. He's on adverts. He's on billboards all over the telly. He's on. He's 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 on murals yeah. in New York. He he is a global superstar, and I believe that. Okay, he's done well, but Liverpool put him on that map. But there's there's a point though where it's like he must be thinking, look, if you're not going to pay me, someone else will. Yeah, well, it's, it's not. Genie Wijnaldum thought that, yeah, and Genie Wijnaldum can't get off the bench. It's not. It's not all about money, but at some point it is. Genie Wijnaldum, where him and his agent asked for more money, and then when he was leaving, <laughs> he came out in interviews trying to fucking oh, oh you know I wanted to stay at Liverpool I wanted to no no you didn't you chose money over football you're not in a Champions League squad now you can't get off the bench at Paris Saint-Germain uh, uh, you know and you're saying how disappointed you are that serves him right and his agent you know yeah, what his agent's doing he, his agent don't care he's counting his bank account yeah but Wijnaldum isn't Salah like at, of course at, not at some point like if you pay him what would you rather the money's with the owners because it's like the money's there like and people say oh it's going to upset like the wage structure and well it's fairly easy when someone else starts performing like Salah you can get the same money true Uh, yeah you make enough money from Champions League being at the top of the Premier League this and that you can afford to pay Salah 400 grand a week yeah yeah, because at, at the end just you're not gonna if just say you're not gonna pay Mane, you're not gonna pay Firmino the same money because like, I'm almost guaranteed Jota and Diaz are on less money than Firmino and Mane. Like Diaz is on like less than eighty grand a week, mm. so you give him the extra, you keep him happy, and as long as he keeps delivering. And I've seen Arsenal players like the Aubameyang one. This might be famous last words. 
it, it feels a fairly open and shut case with Salah. Like, you know what you're getting with the money. He's not had a crucial injury where he's going to fall off a cliff. Like, it's a fairly simple one if I'm in charge of Liverpool and it's like... And how old is he? 30, 31, 29, I think he's 29? like just, just turning 30. He's, um, you know, you, you would expect him for at least the next two or three years. He's and, going to be at the top of his game. And at, and at the same time, like, if you take a loss in selling him when he's 33, mm. what, is it that much of a loss if you've won an extra Premier League and a well, Champions yeah, League won, in that time? Got the like, revenue from the Champions League and the Premier League. Yeah, look, I don't disagree with anything you're saying. I just think... He's got to look at... When he looks at... And Man United and Man United, they're just freaks. Like, they chuck money about, like, yeah, nobody's yeah. business. Well, one billion, in it? United yeah, expenses, like, Fergie. One billion pounds. He's got to look at De Bruyne at City and be like, I... I deserve at least close to that. And I don't think he's going to ask for 500 grand a week, but if it's going to cost you more to replace him. So it's like... Yeah. Well, we'll see. We'll see. We're, all, we're all excited, yeah. aren't we? Even if you're a fan of another club, you're, we're all excited to see what the I future holds. I think it might benefit you that... Um, we got to think if he was going, he was going to Madrid. And if but they're... If Madrid they're, again, Mbappe, exactly. Haaland again, everyone That's apparently. what I mean. So... The money that, like that offer, may not be on the table anymore. So Barcelona aren't even in the Champions League. No, you know, it, they're on. He doesn't strike me. I, I can't see him at PSG. So it's like, well, it seems a fairly easy, well, fairly easy one. You um, know, at the end of the day, like I, well, you you just said it yourself. He's playing in one of the best teams in the world. There's no need to go. And it's a team no that is very much structured to get the best out of him. Like yeah. he's he's the guy. Like, of course, yeah. Um, in terms of Man City, I've seen um, Mika Richards, and he's he's not shy to make a bold claim. He claims that Man City and Liverpool is the biggest rivalry in Premier League history, which feels bold to me. If I asked you to list the three Premier League teams you hate the most, would City even feature? I don't know. I don't know. know. Obviously, look, I'm going to say Man United. Man United in the top there. I I hate them. And they hate us. And and that is a big, big rivalry. Doesn't matter if they're 20th in the league. Doesn't matter if they're first. We went there and smashed them. Five, what was it? Five oh, nil. Yeah, I enjoyed every five nil. Of it. And I tell you what, I was on the way home from Greece at the um, <laughs> yeah, Bristol I remember, Airport. I, remember, yeah. I was watching it on my phone. And I tell you what, that meant more to me than oh, that was brilliant. Well, see, that was the, brilliant. This is the thing, like um, Chelsea, Chelsea, a team which I don't like. I dislike Chelsea. No, yeah, same. I dislike Chelsea a lot. Um, not just because people say oh, they bought the, they bought the league. Yeah, they have, they have, uh, and they bought their history. And again, they have, they have, but. Their fans are just fucking. They're just vile. Yeah, well, they're fans. They're, they're, they're vile. Like, in terms of a rivalry with City, the plus point is if you beat them, you're probably winning the league. That's yeah. Like, but at the same time, the rivalry side of it, you can have like a competitive rivalry, but the rivalries, as you've said, where it doesn't matter where you are on the table. Yeah. Like it means more to beat Chelsea. It, it means more to beat United. Wrong. Don't get me wrong. It's getting there. It's getting to that stage. Everton, it, it used to be a friendly derby. It's not anymore. I've been to enough Liverpool-Everton games, home and away, to know it's not friendly. You know, Hillsborough songs are heard coming from the park end. That's a fact. I don't care what anyone says. High school songs, Hillsborough songs, 
you know, people say, oh, no, no, they're our neighbours. They do not like us. They are bitter. They are, are still bitter because they won nothing since 1995. They won. They, they, they had their best team that, and they believe they should have won the European Cup because they couldn't, because they were banned from Europe yeah. because of Liverpool fans, because of High saw. And, and that is why they are so bitter, Everton fans. And, and, and they can't take it. And I'll tell you what, <laughs> I'll tell you what, uh, you know, not a lot of people would have put them to go down this year, but yeah. with their running, it would be fantastic you know, if they do. I'll tell you what, if they go down, have a party. I, well, I, I just, <laughs> I, I wouldn't believe it, but if they go down, I tell you what, Man City will be in that top three if they go yeah. down. I tell you, who, but like, who do you dislike more, say, Spurs and City? City, I would say. To be fair, like I said, Spurs I've never had an issue with. I've been to Spurs quite a they few times. They roll over to you, actually. I, I've, I've never had an issue with Spurs. I'll tell you when I did have an issue with Spurs. One of my mates, Steve, uh, he's a Spurs fan. And when Spurs were, well, successful, yeah. uh, they won nothing. They won but nothing. They, Let me reiterate that. They won nothing. But they when they the were, Champions League final. You know, when they, yeah, the league. yeah, yeah, they did all this, cup finals and finished second. When they were successful as a lot of Tottenham fans like to say my mate Steve he was unbearable yeah. and he was just unbearable now then now now they're being you know put back in their place so to speak um, he's a little more subdued but before, I've never had a problem growing up with Tottenham if I'm being honest with you uh, so I would probably say Man City now in the last seven seven six seven years they are the rivalry now. I think the weird thing with Liverpool and Spurs is um, everyone involved is almost doing their best to not make it a rivalry. Like Klopp and Pep couldn't be more complimentary in their press conferences. Yeah. Do you remember um, during the title race where they finished one point ahead of you? Yeah. You drew with Leicester and Carl Walker put a tweet out there and he, he shut it about seven minutes later and deleted it. It was that Harry Maguire meme. Um, of him leaning on the thing at the Euros speaking yeah, yeah. to that girl and it was something like um, I think I've seen this yeah and it was like they, they, and then they, they said hate... they were going to go seven yeah. points clear and he deleted it straight away do you know why do you know why do you know Man City players yeah they are they are they are precious darlings whenever I see Man City come under pressure it's it's brilliant when they're playing Norwich when they're playing Southampton when they're playing Man United and De Bruyne spraying the ball about, and you got Gundogan and David Silva. Not David Silva, he's gone. Sorry, Bernardo. Uh, da- Bernardo Silva. Yeah. David Silva is still doing okay, actually. Real Sociedad. But yep. moving on, yeah. But now, when you get all these players and the things are going well, they're the best team in the world. You know, everyone loves them. When the pressure's on, when the pressure's on, yeah. they don't like uh. it, mate. When they won the league by that season, that season they won the yeah. league. They won an aeroplane, singing songs about Liverpool fans, <laughs> yeah, crying, yeah, they were, yeah. crying in Kiev when they lost to Real Madrid. They were they won an aeroplane, singing Raheem Sterling, little rat, <laughs> little rat, was singing about Liverpool fans crying in the streets. You in know. fairness, I think your fans are giving Sterling enough where he can give. Yeah, a but bit fans, back. fans, <laughs> look, we're talking about professional players. <laughs> no, look, no, no, if, if, look, you can give it. Out, we're talking about millionaires. We're talking about millionaire professional players. Do you not like that more though? Because then when you beat them, it means more. Well, did you like it when Adam Boyle celebrated? Look, I like it now because um, it, it gave you a reason to get. Like, he was actually on the back of my Arsenal shirt that year. Was he? He he left like right at the end of the summer, I believe. Yeah, I had Adebayo on my shirt that season. Mm. And so 
it's stung, but at the same time, he was getting abused all game. So it's like, look, fair play. <laughs> at the end, like Saul Campbell, when he moved, you know, the abuse he got, I mean, you know, he, he never, he never... He, some of the abuse he got was, professional. was beyond football. Um, what, hanging him in the, in the stadium? But, no, I'm, uh, yeah. <laughs> but, no, but at the end of the day, look, at the end of the day, these professional footballers are millionaires. Just grow up. I know, look, these some kids folding. Why, why is folding? Why is he in a, uh, at the boxing event? And why is his mum, first of all, why aren't they go being a shit in? They're millionaires. They're going out of the IP booth and continue to party. Don't listen to these idiots. Why are they acting tough? To be fair, he actually got out of the way of it. His mum came back out because she heard them say something about him. Why? And then got... Who are they? They're nobodies. You're you're, uh, the mother of uh, Phil Foden. I think with some of it, um, a lot of... We've got to remember that these lot are fans that became professional footballers. So... Someone like Foden, when they beat United, him singing songs about United, it's like, look, fair play. That's what he's dreamt to do in mm. the old time. I, I, I tend to disagree, mate. I know people say, oh, they're human beings and that, but I tend to disagree. I think, look, as a professional, you've got to be professional at all times. Uh, uh, once, I, I'm of the belief that if you... If you're going to complain about the way someone celebrates or how they react after, the easiest way to do it is to not let them win. And it's like, so if Liverpool have won, then Sterling can't be chanted. Well, of course, yeah, of course. But that, that's an ideal, perfect world, isn't it? Of yeah, course, and then, of course. And then I you can that. be the ones, and then, like, you can have Ox chanted at Sterling if he wants to do it or whatever else. It's like, I'm, sh- I'm sure a lot gets said behind the scenes that we don't see, and there probably is more of it, but. I quite like it when we get a glimpse of them. The real, the being real actual life. people. Yeah. But no. But me, Liverpool me. fans are a very sensitive fan base, and so are Arsenal. So if it was Spurs fans doing the same, yeah. But then you'd again, you, you, well. you see that sensitive fan base. It, it, a lot of it is social media. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Look, and I tell you the two teams. I don't know about Arsenal. I don't really. Rec- I think Liverpool on, and on Arsenal the comments. Are the worst. On, no. Well, no. Well, on the comments. All I see on these football cumulator pages, oh, football that. away days, I hate that or thing. if you look at the comments and it makes me chuckle, it's always they can't resist <laughs> when someone puts a comment like a Man United fan or a Liverpool fan. They and you know the ones that are triggered because one comment would have forty nine replies, <laughs> yeah. and like you slag off Salah and he'd have like yeah. seventy replies from Liverpool fans, and vice versa when you slag off Ronaldo, you'd have seventy replies from United fans. For me, Liverpool United fans are the, the the most. Well, you say precious. It's all to do with social media. Yeah, I I did see a tweet yesterday of someone saying uh, Salah is playing like a man that did have his Snapchat leaked. Well, again, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, again, is it silly? Trent had that once, didn't he? Trent, Trent, well, the, the Trent one was legit. Like, oh, was it? <laughs> yeah. Well, he apparently messaging pregnant, pregnant yeah, asking. Uh, but you like that sort of thing because you like to see the realist realism, <laughs> don't you, Luke? Look, look. If I saw, if I saw what Trent's doing, fair look, play to I him. I want us to know about yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> right, let's carry on All with right. this podcast. This is Rory Ford. I am the resident tipster for at Spitballing Pod, covering all things horse racing. I will be posting all of my Cheltenham picks to spitballingpod.com, where you can find them, or also find them on Twitter at Spitballing Pod. In terms of 
going to games, you said there um, about going to away games. Is it fair to go to more away games than home games? Towards the end, yeah. Uh, towards the start, so I went to my first game when I was 11. My first home game, Villa at home. Dion Dublin scored a penalty with you wow. one one. I remember that. I used to just go to home games to begin with with my dad. And then when I turned 16... I started going to away games on my own. Do you know someone that got you tickets? Because it's like for Arsenal, and I imagine it's the same at a lot of clubs. It's a very like closed shop with away tickets. Yeah, because, because well, you build the credits, don't you? And you yeah, can't yeah, get yeah, the credits yeah. without like. So, so I used to go with the Bristol supporters coach. Well, I first went with Worcester supporters coach, and then with Bristol. And the guy who ran it, he had um, a lot of season tickets. And people who were associated with that bus had season tickets. But if they couldn't go one week, they'd just give it to him mm. and he'd get rid of it to guys like me. So I used to get tickets to every away game. So it was about four or five nice. years where I went to every yeah. single away game. Um, and and then I stopped going to home games. But I started going to European away games. Yeah. And uh, and then I graduated to pre-season tours. Yeah. And, and home games were a thing of the past. Because the, the thing with home games is, look, Liverpool is a good city. It's one of the best cities I've ever been to in my life. And it's fantastic people as well. Um, but I used to go there. I used to get there in the morning. Brilliant. Get into Liverpool. Get on the piss with all my best mates. It was absolutely brilliant. And then we used to go to the game. And and we used to just mong out. It was just crap. <laughs> crap standard. But... It, there's no atmosphere and, and it's not people have a go at the Liverpool atmosphere because obviously in uh, European nights it's a different crowd I think the thing with the Liverpool atmosphere is um, it's like if you're constantly told like a film is the best film you're going to see I mean it just can't possibly meet that expectation so when you're constantly told this is the best atmosphere in the country you turn up and I've, I've been to away at Anfield uh, with West Ham actually um, and, interesting yeah and it wasn't what you would expect but no. at the same time very few atmospheres can live up to what's being built and you see and people will complain about the atmosphere of say United or whatever big club against like Burnley and it's like the atmosphere is usually generated by either the weight of the game like the circumstance of the game like say you've gone behind early there's been a crunching tackle or something so it's very rare that you can get an atmosphere like, say, Palace every game, but they're scrapping for every point more than everyone else. So they have, it's, they're already at that level. The difference is, Luke, is a different crowd. So you you said before about credits stuff like that. It's, yeah. a, it's a different crowd. European home games, a different crowd to yeah, because well, the I, Premier League home games are full of tourists. Yeah, full of people who come from far foreign lands to watch Liverpool play. They don't know the songs. They don't. They come to buy thousands of pounds worth of club shop gear, and they sit in the stands. They, they don't. You know, it's not like a midweek game where pe- locals drink all day and they get on the piss and they get up for it. And it's a big European night. That is one of the best atmospheres in the world. If you know, it is, hundred percent. You know, Johan Cruyff said, the man himself said. It's, it's the best atmosphere he's ever played it under. Uh, uh, and it's it's the European Cup at home. They're, it's like Arsenal's. No, they honestly. say Arsenal's a library. Highbury's a library. But, but for those key matches, European yeah. matches, it, it's a different crowd. It's if, a different crowd completely. If we were to compare our match day experiences, they, yeah. w- they would be polar opposites. If, if I tell you, uh, I like upper tier, where I like to be. Upper tier, upper corner is ideal for me. I like to sit down for the game. I was... I had a game in the lower tier of Bamiyang's debut actually I had to stand up for 90 minutes 
hated it. Why? I thought, I thought if I'm paying 80 quid for a ticket yeah. here, look, but, I want to be... that's your first problem. Marcel Football Club are charging 80 quid for a fucking yeah, ticket. That's, just, that's the first problem street. you've got there. Um, I very rarely have a drink before a game. I get up on the coach. I can't be pissing the other way back. Um, and a lot of time I go on my own. And... Um, Chanting's a weird one for me. I think sometimes you teams can try and generate almost like a fake atmosphere. Like if you've been to the Emirates, yeah, yeah, yeah. and, and yeah, like we'll stuff. be playing Liverpool, and ten minutes in, like a standard PVA Tottenham chant starts, and it's like, what is the point of this? Yeah, like, no, I, I'm not a fan of that. I'm not so a fan I'm of like, that at all. Uh, it's I'd like, rather just sit and watch this than be doing it. Like Liverpool fans were, yeah, like I said to you, there's a lot of tourists that come to all our, all our clubs: United, Liverpool, Chelsea, Arsenal, and. That's a, a that's a big no-no with Liverpool as well. You don't you don't see Liverpool sing songs about Man United about Everton. You don't sing you don't see, unless they're playing them. Yeah, but the, we had earlier in the season we did have where a, a, a section of the fan base was singing Ollie's at the wheel when we were playing <laughs> Norwich at home or, or yeah. you know Brentford away with Ollie's at the wheel uh, and that did um, that did. Uh, annoy a lot of yeah. Liverpool fans a lot of scousers who went to the game so it's, that's not really what we do and I get that it is it is a fake atmosphere well, why sing about that yeah, why sing songs about Tottenham because you are the games against Spurs I'm all for it Do it, and that's some of the best atmospheres I've been to have been Arsenal Spurs but yeah. um, in terms of going away how soon into your first away day do you get given your Stone Island jacket? Because I'm assuming this is this is like a rite of passage um, you get your Stone Island thing and then you're good to go no. And you have to start using words like clobber. So when I... Yeah, <laughs> clobber. No, when I started going, I used to wear Liverpool tops. Liverpool yeah. tracksuits, Liverpool tops. And then the more I started going, of course, you, you get... Of course, when you start going to a game, it's just natural. And you start going to uh, away games, you, you, you know, you get a lot of fans who back in the day, you know, were casuals and you see all these brands and you do because you're immersing yourself in that culture of going away from home and and stuff like that and being moody and you're the away <laughs> fan, you do you do you the, do look at the brands and think, I want one of them. The I, away day um like culture thing cringes me so much. They, yeah, like, these weird days people just, like yeah. gatekeeping an away trip. Like any picture you see someone post like yeah, on Twitter or whatever. But they dislocate their shoulder to get the badge yeah. in. And they then, dislocate their and shoulder. Be someone will be like Stella on an away day. Can't have that. Blue jeans on an away it's like the most trivial things and there'll be someone going, Oh I wouldn't yeah, have that yeah, on an away day. You can't be doing that. Yeah, yeah but those camps. are the people who are sitting at home wanking themselves yeah. to death. <laughs> Watching Pop Idol. Yeah. Uh yeah accounts and it'll be like well, as I said, like a way day clobber, and it'll be like some blokes putting some their like a Christmas tree of Adidas gazelles on their Instagram page, mm. and it's the cringiest thing. Like, the The way touts are with away games for Arsenal, like the Watford game last week. If I wanted to go there, um, people were reselling them for like one hundred and fifty to three hundred quid for Watford, and it's like there's um, they are actually changing the Arsenal system as of next season. I've been able to they're, go... They're making it higher, aren't they, the prices? Um, yeah, the away prices are staying the same, but the home prices are going up 4%, I think. Which, yeah, not, not but ideal. The but the away has to stay the same. It's 30 quid, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's, 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 there was some fuss with um, Liverpool where Arsenal charged them, I think it was 15 quid for the League Cup because yeah. there's no um, limit on the League Cup. Yeah, you can yeah, charge yeah. what you want. 
and um, Liverpool still charged the like 35 or what it was. Yeah. And I think well, they got pressured into discounting it in the end. The um, it, funny story, actually, it was um, the season I stopped going. It went down to 30 quid. So, so for previous seasons, I was going to Chelsea, sixty-two pound. If Chelsea was one of the worst, it was a good. It's good when I used to go. It was a good away day. You'd well, always that get money. They've spent. And they've still got that tin pot stadium, mate, mate. Chelsea Football Club, yeah. For away fans and any away fans of any sort of, you know, what's the word I'm looking for? Any respect, if you go to yeah. away games, you would know that Chelsea it is the security around Chelsea is absolutely like you in your words, Tim Pot. Yeah. Getting in that away end, it takes you about half an hour to get in that away end. They've got horses there, they've got police, they've got stewards yeah. pushing you, prodding you. It's going to cause uh, mayhem. It causes mayhem all the time. I went there in the League Cup the other year uh, when we on the way to winning it when we won it um, I can't remember the year 2011 maybe under Get, Brendan won it yeah, yeah no 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 under Kenny Kenny is that when you had because it against Cardiff, Cardiff in the final yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. and uh, Wembley Kenny Dalglish and um, we played Chelsea <laughs> I hate that bloke well uh, we'll get on to that later I'm sure <laughs> Lucas and then yeah we um, went the Martin Kelly scored for us we won 2-0 and we had the whole of the shed upper and I tell you what it took me about 45 minutes to get into the game and I missed half the first half. You get quite a decent looking at Arsenal, don't you? Because I used to go away the above the away fans. I think it might take you a bit longer to get out because they do have a lot of horses around there. But I think that's just lovely. Well, I, uh, Emirates. Yeah, Emirates, yeah. yeah, I've always enjoyed my my Emirates atmosphere experiences. The way in the concourse and going out, comfy seats, but you never sit on them. So no. if we <laughs> look at some of the um, away days you've been to, because I was speaking to Connor, and the first one he said actually. Um, that made me think and it's the only one I've seen like Arsenal fans actively trying to get rid of them and that's Napoli um, yeah. I remember when we went there must have been the last time we were in the Champions League and they always have the police escort don't they for the fan coaches mm. and they have to like leak routes like ahead of time to try and send like the ultras a different way because yeah, you just get like that, that was it they had this trouble when you when there was that when the Both times. fan got hospitalised last time when you played them. No, that was Roma at home. Okay, uh, no, I've Napoli, been to, I've are, been... Napoli are like. Yeah, I've been yeah. to Naples twice. We, we played twice there, um, once in the UEFA Cup, um, and once in the Champions League the other year. And um, it's just it's a shithole. Don't so, let any look around. The, they've got they've got around the port. It's very nice. You've got all five star towers because it docks in Naples, doesn't it? But a lot of cruises yeah. dock in Naples. And, and along the front, there's a lot of bars, swanky bars, five star hotels. It's lovely around the dock. But you go inside, it's an absolute shithole. There's shit everywhere. I saw the... police say, like, uh, not police, people say, like, you just don't feel safe there. No, as a no, fan you don't. And, and the first time, the night before the game, because I was quite naive. Well, the first time we played Napoli, I was quite naive. I, I wasn't streetwise. I wasn't really, you know, up. Like, no, if I went to a European away game, you know, I'd be sound. I'd be sound. Well, but I'd be the opposite because I wouldn't, I wouldn't have thought until I'd seen it. I'd be, I would be in my shirt and I'd be yeah, walking yeah, yeah. around and I, <laughs> I, I, I'd be slim picking. Well, well not yeah. Slim, but. Um, not slim. Uh, no. no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're going to edit that one out. No, no. Me being yeah. an idiot. Yeah, um, the same. yeah. So, uh, um, yeah, no, that night before the game, um, yeah, so we were approached by people. I had a um, 
I was a bit pissed actually. I had a uh, ashtray, like a one of those fucking metal ashtrays in my yeah. pocket, because glue came up to us trying to pull us away, and it's just, uh, we, it, we, I was just like, what, what's going on here? Yeah. And then you had you had um, in the same night, my mate Pete, who I used to go everywhere with, all over the world, uh, text me saying, "Where are you? We we just had the um, the ultras smashing up the bar." Yeah, two two of my mates, uh, Gary and uh, his son Brown. Um, I don't know where they're from actually, but they used to go to Liverpool games all the time. They both got stabbed. They both got stabbed that night. It, but it was uh, just above the ass. Is that in? Is that in Napoli? Yeah, 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 yeah. just above the ass. So, so it's not fatal, but it, 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 it's to embarrass but fans. They, yeah, when they come over, when they come over here, they did it. Um, I think when they played Leicester as well, and they did it certainly when they came to yeah, but Arsenal. Leicester gave it back to them and in they, all fairness. And they, sm- they, they just uh, smashed up this little like pie shop around the corner. The Italian like, fans, Italian fans, and and I'm sure this, this Udinese pod- did it when they came. To I'm, Arsenal sure, as I'm well. sure this podcast will go out to, and there'll be a lot of Italians listening, thinking, "Hang on, what, what's going on here?" <laughs> uh, in my experience, the only Italian fans I've never had trouble with is the Milan's. Yeah, all, all the others are just. Like, like, I don't know. Mental. It's a different mentality. Well, it's, a it's a different mentality, yeah. isn't it? Um, you've been. You mentioned earlier, actually. Um, Zenit away. Mm. What's that? You help yourselves another drink, film, whatever. Oh, tell um, me. What about the Red Bull? Not the Red Bull. Why? Anything else? Um, why? What's Zenit like? Zenit. Um. Well, we got drawn against them. I thought they got so. a reputation as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, again, like I said, at the time, I wasn't as screwed up as I am now. We went there. It was all this in the paper saying, oh, there's this racist club. Their fans are going to attack us and all this bollocks. And uh, we went there. And the first night, it was brilliant. We had the flags up. We were getting pissed. It was a great night. And, and it's a beautiful city. Take away football, it's a beautiful yeah. city. It's uh, the rivers were all frozen over, the churches were lo- a lovely place, don't get me wrong. Uh, and the first night we had an absolutely great time, me and my friends. But obviously, after the game, um, we lost to them, which was even more of a um, fucking bad, uh, bad uh, sore point for yeah. the trip. I think one of my mates, Mark, came in at half time, all his teeth were like different colour. Yeah, he had like you see, he looked stitched up. He got he said he was saying, Oh, everyone's pointing around him, going, What happened to you? He's a fucking loads of lads just jumped me outside the stadium. I thought, Oh, I went out half time with my mate Pete, and we were talking to the police, and there's a fight five yards away from us, a fight between a Russian Liverpool fan and a Zenit fan. A fight, and they just wanted no part. And the police were laughing, and the police turned to us and said, he has big balls. <laughs> yeah? So we think, okay, sound, no problem. And 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 that's what... And I got pissed off with the nurse. Like, obviously, I love the NHS and that. I shouted at the nurse. He was looking me over because, obviously, when I got back... So, so basically, after the game, we're walking back from the Metro. We got jumped. There's three of us. There's about 15 of them. You might mention this before, but I don't actually know. Yeah, that. well, yeah, I got beaten, basically. I got battered. And uh, with a bat... I think it was a bat. It's not it. Yeah, then it and and uh, got kicked in the head. My flag got stolen, and later that week they held it upside down in a kickboxing gym. Jesus. And um, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just I got done. I don't, you know. And um, when I got back, I I I couldn't see out my eyes. I I couldn't see out my one of my eyes. 
And I got back, went to Annie uh, when we got back to Cheltenham off the coach. And the, the, the nurse, look, look, I love the NHS and that, but the nurse was like, did you go to the police? And I just shouted, wait, you don't know what you're talking about, love. It's his nurse, like, sitting there like, what? She's like, why didn't you go to the police in Russia? I said, it's been the police in Russia. They've been telling you, you got big balls. Fuck me. <laughs> Damn, that's a big bollocks. But fucking hell. No, uh, yeah, but anyway, like, uh, look, a lot of these places, you go there for football, you know what you're going to get. You go there, you know... Would you, you might... bring a flag if you went again? Well, yeah, yeah, I would. What was the... When you went to hospital, what was the grand sum of the damage? Oh, no, nothing really, just... Oh, uh, my ego was dented. Yeah. Um, no, I had a brain scan, nothing. No, it's How fine. Did you explain that at work on the Monday? I didn't, I didn't, I just went in. <laughs> went in and, and the store manager goes... That looks quite bad. And I was like, People going around. Oh, you think? You think? Zen, yeah. Zen it away. No, but the thing was, the funny thing was, I tried to get the home leg, which is the next week. I tried to get it off. Uh, I got my tickets. I was going. Trying to get your flag back. I was, yeah. <laughs> I was going, and um, my manager wouldn't let me go. So I just went up to her. When I came back with two black eyes, said hi. She was like, "Oh my god!" I said, "I'm having next Thursday off." Yeah. She's like, "Okay, yeah." I said, "I've got to be there. I've got to be there." <laughs> And we, I went there and I was snarling at every single foreign person I saw. I was going, <laughs> who are you? Uh, you know, it's horrible. And police nearly arrested me because I was shouting at them. I was, just, I was pissed. I was just drunk too much. And um, But um, we lost. We won that game, but ended up going out on aggregate. So, uh, yeah, it was crap, really. It, would you go there for a game again? Yeah, yeah well, no, I'm not going to get scared off. You know, it's a brilliant city. It is a lovely city. I would have gone, I booked a hotel room uh, for the final this year. Although now it's been moved because of the invasion. Yeah. I'd yeah, go back there again. So, until your mate came in, either before the game or half time, did that feel worse than Napoli? Like in terms, of if you had to, if like if we were to do a scale of how uncomfortable you felt in either place, would Napoli? Would you have expected that to happen more there before it happened? Yeah, because I didn't see Zenit coming because the, the night before was brilliant night. In Napoli, you didn't feel safe. In Napoli, we were going back to our hotel and prostitutes were lying in the streets and and people were coming up with like big muscle men were coming up and like keeping an eye on things and the people coming around in gangs there's gangs of like children at like 12 o'clock at night we're pissed come back from the pub and there's like gangs walking about like gypsy gangs and uh, you just didn't feel it's didn't a thing feel though, isn't it like because of um like the culture that's been portrayed and then like all sorts of films and then england fans are brits abroad the kind of thing it's almost like a challenge for so many oh, people, yeah. isn't it? Like, because the reputation is like, well, of if course. they think they're so big, of course, of yeah. course, of course. Like Russian, they, they, a so lot they did of the World Cup, didn't they? Yeah, yeah, they battered English because. Yeah, but the, the thing is, a lot of the English just families. A lot of those English who got battered in that square, apart from a few that I've seen videos, none of them wanted any any trouble. They just got, you know. So and then when and, they go, they can say, "Look, oh, they did this to the English." And yes, like, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, and. Uh, yeah, like I said, it's not not a lot to talk about. Really. I, no. I've but sort of grown out of that. I don't on, I don't really bother with that sort of thing anymore. The opposite, you've been to the Belgrade derby. Mm. What in terms of atmosphere? What's that one like? And the general experience of nothing I've ever seen really. No. Nothing in my life. Nothing in my life. Uh, my first uh, Belgrade derby. So I'm my family is Serbian. So. Uh, 
it it was a lot easier for me to um, to get accepted, yeah, if you yeah. will, if you will. Um, so I was um, I've got a few friends uh, who went to Liverpool games home and away and across the world. So you get to know them, and and they start they start going to what in their group they go to different games and across the world, and um, I noticed them they were a partisan game, and obviously um, I support partisan Belgrade. So I said, I'll come with you. And uh, they said, okay then. So we went to, um, we met them all, uh, partisan lads, before the game. And we were drinking around their, their like, water polo stadium, I think it was. And uh, there was, like, thousands of us. Or they're called Grobari. They're called Gravediggers. They're ultras, they're, you know. And everyone's just wearing black T-shirts, you know, with their group on it. Um, and... Uh, bangers are going off and uh, like I said to them it's nothing new at all to me I was like fuck it it's like a war so you so you were going in almost like as one of their fans rather than like I've gone to uh, yeah no I was one of their fans and it was like I'm very clearly an Englishman yeah no I was one of their one of their fans and and we're walking to the stadium and there's thousands of walking you know there's a guy on the megaphone taking you back to the ground and all of a sudden these police I see these like there's hundreds of police with buttons and I'm thinking well we got to stop here we carry on moving I'm thinking we got to we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, we gotta stop here. And they fucking start charging. Partisan fan, I'm at the front thinking, <laughs> what, what, what's going on? Like, you know, and, and, and partisan fans are trying to punch through and they got shields. And they've seen Green Street, you they're, they're, they're trying to fight and everyone's fighting. And then all of a sudden, I'm in the middle of it and <laughs> the police then start chasing us. And I fucking kick down the garden gate. Someone's in someone's gate and I go in the garden. And there's four other people in there, like... Ugh. You were like Elijah Wood in Green Street. Uh, yeah, it's carnage. And we got into the stadium. And it was so uncomfortable getting in that stadium because they've only got a few turnstile. Well, not they're not turnstiles, so to speak. They're just gaps in the wall. And it, it, it was hard getting in there. It was like... Like, squashing. Like, it's hard getting in the ground. So we got in the ground. And then all of a sudden, you see, in, in the side, which is meant to be neutral on the side... Fat flares and fans fighting, and then all of a sudden the police come, and Red Star, you know, Red Star Belgrade fans and the police were fighting each other for forty-five minutes. The game was postponed. We were just in the away end. Everyone's <laughs> chanting. I'm just thinking, this is well, off that, the head. That's like, that's picking like the most difficult way of going about. That's not like going to the home end in this derby. Going to the away end is like, yeah, that's well, the extreme. You could. Do you think you could go to that as? A tourist, like in in the in the, in the neutral sections. They, they have neutral. So they've got sections. south and okay. north. Uh, it's always south and north with these clubs, away or home. And uh, yeah, you've got you'd have to go into a, a neutral section. Would it be one that you'd recommend people to go to, or is it? Yeah, quite... yeah, I do. Quality wise on the football, it's not really what you're going no, for, do no, it? No, you're not going for it. Quality wise on the football, you're going to get a nil nil or one nil. That's just it. But um, oh yeah, I've been to Sofia Derby as well. Uh, Levski VCSK nice. that was good but it partisan Red Star b- one of the best derbies I've ever been to in my life it was class Fenerbahce Galatasaray looks like the one if that or um, Boca River Plate if you could like box some of these off is, it, is there a if you could if I said to you now look I've got the screen open I'll get you tickets to any, any game. game in the world 
yeah, well, I don't know, really, yeah, World Cup final, I go, but atmosphere, yeah, Boca Juniors River Plate, look, I, I, when, I, when I was single and I was going to games a lot, um, I did stop going, I did start branching out to n- not just Liverpool, to, to other games, like I said, I mentioned two yeah. derbies, um, also I went to Rio to watch a Copa nice, America final, nice. Brazil v Peru, uh, so I, and and people I know were going to different competitions like the Copa America. People were going there. Boca River Plate's the one that they were going to move to Spain, wasn't it? Because of the violence. they did move to yeah, Spain. Yeah, yeah Madrid. They moved yeah. to Madrid because of the riots. They, their wow. bus got attacked, didn't it? Uh, that was pure. I don't. I still to this day don't understand that. I don't get it. Moving it from Argentina to Madrid. I don't. It's probably like something they wanted to do anyway, and it's like a good excuse. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying to you. That's what I'm saying the to you. When they were, like, where, that was that phase, wasn't they? When they kept saying they were going to play like a Premier League game in Dubai and that kind of. I would have like gone. Yeah, NFL. I would have gone to that, but I understand the, the skepticism. Like Real Madrid, no, not Real Madrid. What am I on about? South of Rangers are having a friendly in Australia. People go mad about it. People they did it like Liverpool United used would do it where they would go to America, wouldn't they? And you, you play. Oh yeah, you I, I love it. I love yeah. it. I do. I, I absolutely love it. Yeah, I've seen Liverpool play um, Man United in Miami. Um, I've seen us play Chelsea in Los Angeles. Yeah, yeah, I like it, but the thing, the thing is, people get jealous. They're jealous of Rangers and Celtic making money from this trip. That's what they're jealous of. With um, like the tourism side of it, though, I used to think when you would see, um, as you say, particularly with Arsenal, Liverpool, you'd see the same, and you would question it. One, you'd how how are you getting tickets for this? But then you do look online, and somebody, some of these foreign fans are more fanatical than like some of the people you would see go into the game so it does make a lot more sense when you level it up and you can see why more and more like fans are coming over and it's hard to begrudge it as well when whether it's from china america whatever mm. if you're getting the one chance to come over and see yeah yeah of course there is course. some like, i went to a europa league game and there was there was a guy um and i swear he facetimed his mate the entire game mm. he was on he was on the front row and the game was on TV but he was sat there just filming and recording the entire yeah, yeah, yeah. game and it's, I don't know why yeah, you, no, you bothered coming here yeah I see, I see I know what you mean I see all that yeah look, look don't get me wrong I, I mentioned earlier about the atmospheres uh, because of these um, like foreign fans who come a lot of them buy, buy off touts yeah yeah don't, don't, let's get it right now a lot I of see touts in this, um, sell like, I'm in an Arsenal ticket group um, and some of the stuff you see on there where people post and they're like uh, such and such I paid this and you're like oh, and they but they don't know any different because they don't have a membership. So yeah yeah like, yeah yeah but, yeah but when I used to be younger people used to say like, how much did you buy that ticket for and I said 40 quid and they were like 40 quid to watch the I said that's how much yeah, it yeah. costs. Yeah, Arsenal, the ATLs exaggerated. The, for Everton, which the game was, it would have been about 50, which is still unpleasant. Yeah, Arsenal, you know what, Spurs, people thought it should be more. People yeah, were like, oh no, but I paid £200 once for a ticket. I said, no, no, you didn't pay the club £200. No. You paid you paid us out. Arsenal Spurs, I'm going to try and get Arsenal United tickets tomorrow and that'll be a 90-ish quid. Yeah. And that's not for like a club level seat. That's for... Bloody hell. That's for upper tier because... I'm a red member, which means they put like 4,000 tickets on sale for each game, mm. so these members. And so the lower tier is usually taken anyway. Um, but yeah, I'm looking at a minimum of 75 for that game. 
It's a lot, yeah. It's it's football. Yeah, it's only going to go up and up and up and up. But they call like um, it's category A, B, and C, and A is like United, Liverpool. Yeah, yeah. They call call Leeds like a B fixture. Liverpool used to have that. It's mad. Yeah, they call yeah because of their history, because of who they are, because of the fans. That's why. So C is basically like Watford, Norwich, yeah, (laughs) Everton. Yeah, with with away games, it is different as well. I think you alluded to it earlier with um, like being able to go with the same group of mates. It mm. seems very much more of a closed book. Like at, at, at the Emirates, unless you have a season ticket, you're probably not going to sit next to the same person twice. Mm. But when you're going away, it's like the same two, three thousand people that well, are going uh, every week. A rule in away games, an unwritten rule is you just sit where you want. Yeah, that would annoy me. As you well. just sit where you want. <laughs> you know, I've had lots of arguments and in reality, I'm in the fucking wrong. But I'm yeah. shouting at people going, oh, fuck off, lad. You know, it's a European away game. You sit where you want. Sit where you want. You, where you don't sit, you just stand where you want. The, and, you know, in the, in reality, I'm an idiot. I'm wrong. You sit where you, you get placed. But no, not for me, no. The few um, away ones I got to do with Arsenal were rough as well. I went Arsenal, Blackburn away. We lost 4-3. They had Steve Keane as manager. They protested him before and after the game. Arteta made his debut. Jovino made his debut. What was that for? The Venkies? Yeah. 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 They put the chicken on the pitch. It was like 2011 or something like that. Um, And it summed it up. Uh, Shamak scored and we were trying to chase the game. Malwan Shamak. And he got stuck in the net and he couldn't get out and another player had to come and help him untangle himself from the net and that probably sums him up um, as well as anyone. The Lampers are replacing. Did he play for Villa as well? Shamak. He may have. Marge. He was. He was at Palace for a bit. Oh, Palace, Palace. Marlon Shamak. That's a blast from the past, isn't it? I I love getting like I'll show you my shirts. I I was always convinced whatever player I got was going to leave the next year after it happened with Fabregas and Adebayor. So I would get a player that no one else has. So I've got like a Bue, Bentner, like Shamak, all of these uh, shirt names, and some of these you look at them and when you see after how bad they are. How was this guy ever at at the club? Andre Vorin at Liverpool, like you see these uh, types of guys. I went to his, de- <laughs> I went to his debut, yeah. Um, and this, is, you go back to your YouTube's, but on any look, you go on the YouTube, toted Andre Vorin in when he came, and he was scoring worldies. You might look like that. And it, but every preseason, Vorin would do really well, and everyone would get excited. <laughs> Uh, I went to, I think I went to his debut, it might have been his debut, home game to Lazio. And I stayed over in Liverpool, I went on my own. And he scored a volley from outside the box. Uh, and people were thinking, well, yeah, he can yeah. play, he can play. And he can't play. Do you remember um, Yaya Sonogo? Um, well, I was at a pre-season one, the Emirates Cup, which we used to get shit for, weirdly. Um, but well, we, yeah, we well, played. Not well. You didn't celebrate it like Tottenham did, but no. When no. they won the Audi Cup, yeah, that was that, that's on their club honors on their website. I know. I, I couldn't believe it. I saw yeah, you yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I couldn't believe that. Um, he played against Benfica and he scored four goals. It was like everything he touched went in, and then he fell over celebrating. It was like, okay, no, this is the bloke that we thought he was. Um, I was going to ask something about um. Oh wait. Okay. What's what's the best away trip that you've been on with Liverpool? If you if you take in the game, the experience, everything. Well, it's funny because like one, even though we lost and it was one of the worst nights of my life, 
Kia, when we went to Kiev and played Madrid, it was a great trip. What we we went to Odessa, which not a lot of people know, but Odessa is like a holiday destination. But Thompson and Tui and places like that, they don't advertise. They don't have it because of Crimea. It's close to Crimea. You know, the Russian yeah. invaded Crimea. It's very close to that. It's it's on the Black Sea, and I think it borders like Tel Aviv, Crimea. You know, it's right on the Black Sea. Well done. Wonders for your geography. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's fantastic place, mate. We were diving in the sea. We were on the beach. Uh, oh, incredible place. Uh, we went to the Ibiza Beach Club nearby in Arcadia. Yeah. It's fantastic. We were there for three days. We were at a hotel, actually. We were at a five-star hotel uh, maybe, resort, actually. Maybe Carius had been enjoying himself as well. Yeah. <laughs> That's where it all went we were, at, we were at a five-star resort. Nice. Uh, it was called Nemo with Dolphins. And the reason it was called that, because you could swim with dolphins for four quid, and they were in the <laughs> swimming pool, yeah, and, and I'd shit you not, I had people all over Cheltenham messaging me. Did you get a nice picture with the dolphins? Getting a beaut- I didn't go and no, it's for the kids and the women. <laughs> and the dolphins were just shitting in the pool all oh, night. But but the thing is, I was getting abuse off, oh, off Facebook. People were messaging me going, oh, that's cruel. What do you want me to do? I'm in a five-star hotel <laughs> having the time of my yeah, life. What do you want me to do? I was hoping there was going to be a nice picture of you kissing a dolphin or something. Um... I've kissed a few whales in my time, <laughs> but not dolphins. Did you get to go to... The company or the Bernabeu on those Champions League where you batted Madrid and Barcelona. I went. I went. The one was post um, after Bellamy had battered Riso, wasn't it? You then went to smash Barca. Yeah. No. No. I didn't go to that game. I've been to the Bernabeu once, and that was when we lost one nil. Brendan Rodgers. That was a good trip. Yeah. Yeah. To be fair, that that was a good trip. We got there. We, it was one of the only places where we took a tour of the stadium before. The, nice. I don't think we normally do that. We definitely don't you usually normally... don't do tours on match days. No, this Except was the day before. Places. This oh, was the okay, day before. Okay. No, European away games, we always get there the day before. Uh, and the first night is the crazy night. Yeah. And then, we, then we watch a game and, and go back to hotels. But um, it was one of the first, the only places we've done a tour the day before. And it was like you outside an iconic, it was like a landmark. You know when you get those goosebumps and you yeah. just look up at the stadium and you think, oh, I'm at the Bernabeu. Yeah, you know? yeah it looks nuts. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so and that was a good trip. We were out all night, and, and yeah, yeah, we got some great trips back in back in the day. I went to uh, Utrecht. Um, That's like it, a Europa League team. That yeah, is. Well, yeah, it, well, <laughs> it definitely was. And it, I think it was under Hodgson, you know, under the, fully Woy. Look, uh, that's, there's a man that's criminally disrespected. No, no, let, let's not talk about that, okay? Uh, but we had it under Roy Hodgson, and um, I spent the night in Amsterdam. First time I ever went to Amsterdam. Oh, it, some of the trips are fantastic. The football actually gets in the way of them. Yeah. I, uh, like I said, the pre-season tours are the best, the best trips, the best. Because like I said to you... I, well, you I, don't well, have the pressure of worrying about the football. It's like, well, no, it's, it's holiday. Just, it's just a part of it. It's like it's like I said to you earlier. I graduated, so I started going home games, and that was a good crack. And then I, I thought, well, no. And then I started going away games, drinking in other towns and cities, good crack. And then you start going European away games. Yeah. You go to the World Games, mate. I want a Miami Beach. Nice. We're to play Man United. Nice. I want Miami Beach. What am I doing? You know, we're on the way back from Hong Kong. I watch the Premier nice. League, uh, which we won by the way. But that's not on our club on this list. We won the <laughs> Barclays Asia Premier League trophy and the club. But uh, I went to Hong Kong, and I'm, 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 I'm on the way back. On the way back, 
I'm on, I'm on uh, Great Wall of China thinking, what am I doing? You must have been spending money on nothing else other than Liverpool at no, that, to be funded my life, trips. My <laughs> life was work, work, overtime, 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 Liverpool. I, I, I was hardly spending anything on me. When I, I got to the, go into the games, I hardly had any money because I spent it all yeah, getting yeah. there and getting the ticket. Yeah. You know, um, I yeah, I was obsessed, mate. I used to uh, every preseason game. I was nice. like, I went one year. I went. Um, where did we go? I think Bangkok. Then went to Brisbane to watch. We had a game in Brisbane. Nice. Went to Adelaide. Was it had a game against Adelaide? Went to Kuala Lumpur on the way back. Then fucking got back, landed. Uh, one night in back home, flew out to Helsinki for <laughs> friendly, and and we were. I used to be obsessed. I'd, Living the dream. I would love it. Nowadays, you know, you, I'm grown up now. I've got a mortgage, I've got a girlfriend, I've got a dog who's uh, doing my head in at the moment. <laughs> I love him to bits, but he's doing my head. I want to boot him. He put a stop to the away days. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, no, the great greatest time of your life, you know. I got tickets in the ballot for. Um that Baku game and thank God I couldn't go because if I'd travelled all the way there that was like the they said it was the worst kind of put together European final because there was you couldn't fly direct you had to yeah, like, yeah. fly and it was like an overnight train where you had to get off and be like fleeced yeah, but, by it yeah but Luke that's the magic of what? going to these places Madrid we played in Madrid yeah it's we had only- a player that couldn't even get in the country <laughs> Well, yeah, oh, that's Mkhitaryan, yeah, political, that was. <laughs> I'm not saying but, he would have changed the game. That is fantastic. That is fan. I know you're saying it's I'm, a hassle, but Madrid, look, Madrid is a short flight, yeah? I'm a Do you man know what we that, did? To I'm get a to, man that likes his comforts. Do you know what we did to get the Champions League final when we played Madrid? Uh, oh, Kiev. Yeah, no, 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 to Madrid, when we played oh, in Madrid, okay, it beat okay. Tottenham. I went to Marrakesh. Nice. We spent a few days in Morocco in a five-star hotel... Because it was cheaper, it was cheaper, listen, it was cheaper to fly to Marrakesh. I said I didn't fancy an, o- an overnight grubby train and you're saying you you, you <laughs> had to slum it in a five-star yeah, hotel. Yeah, what you're saying yeah. is, you gotta, that's part and parcel of, that's why it was so exciting getting trips. Get, get on that train, Luke. Get on that train, <laughs> Luke. Oh, well, we have to get back in Europe first now. Yeah. Um, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you, you've got a good so, squad. You'll get there, mate. I'm... I'm worrying about Spurs and United, but we'll see how we go. I shouldn't be this stressed. A game against uh, Watford, like you see the, all these uh, issues going on in the stadiums. My heart's going enough at home watching it. Oh, uh, yeah, we had a bit of chat about games. this the other day. There was yeah. something happened in the crowd last, last time. Night, yeah. They said uh, it was, uh, I don't understand why it's... Uh, I mean, people were saying... Like, you're getting all these scientists saying, um, statistically, it's normal. That one person out of 50,000... They're basically might, saying, like, it happened before, but we just didn't know about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, we didn't... Yeah, because it's something to do with... Uh, they had their own doctors in the crowd, and... Um, well, even now... Now, now the, now the, 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 the coaches game. have to yeah. come. The, the the medical team from the from Liverpool, etc., need to go over. Mm. So that's, that's why we're seeing bad. more of it. Whether it's linked to this COVID, yeah. well, well... We'll never know. Yeah. Well, maybe we'll know, but no time soon. Um, last couple of things before we finish Luis Diaz we mentioned him earlier mm. and just kind of the kind of fun player he is to watch I don't know if you saw this promo BT did where they asked all these Prem players like who was your favourite player growing up mm. and like 90% of them had Ronaldinho yeah just 
and I'm not oh, saying yeah. Luis Diaz is Ronaldinho, but a player that is actually fun when you tune in to watch them, like early Neymar when you would see the YouTube clips of him at Santos, etc. You don't really get that many players like no, that anymore. But a lot of them are Brazilian. Like you tune in when Ronaldo, the Brazilian Ronaldo, you tune in because he just he was a joy to watch. These players are joys to watch. Oh, Luke. The probably the most recent one, and this, he's very much splits opinion. I used to love watching Ertzil for his brief peak, mm. just some of the things he did because he was bringing some of the flash that you didn't really see. That little thing he does where he kicks it into the floor. He did yeah, it against yeah. Liverpool. I like those. Were you at that, were you at that game? The, hey. Were you at that game around Christmas, Arsenal-Liverpool? It was, it was. You were tuning up and then we made it 2-2 and I think we went 3-2 up and then Czech and... Mignolet were having a competition to see who did it but the atmosphere that night was fantastic I can't remember I, I, look, I went so many I remember one game we drew 4-4 four, four of you Arshavin got 4-4 yeah, yeah. Anfield I, I, I've seen you know a lot of Liverpool Arsenal games I, I can't remember that one but it's always that the Liverpool-Arsenal games is always exciting because you've got two teams who want to play football. There There's that, no tactic they want yeah. to play football so you're always going to get good games that mad one um probably like four or five years ago, where Joe Allen gets two, he got an equaliser in like stoppage time. Giroud put on a clinic that night as well. What, what about that game when you had that Brazilian striker, Julio uh, Baptiste? 5-3, yeah, six, wasn't six, it? 6-3. Six, six, yeah, yeah. League yeah, Cup. That's him, what I'm saying. Him and um, Jeremy Aliadier at the top. Yeah. You've got two teams there that play football. Yeah. So you're always going to get good games, whatever the outcome. 4-2 in the Champions League, like you mentioned. This is, this is the thing where... Um, it is just more fun having, um, and we're going back to squad depth, but that was like the early rounds of the League Cup when you draw a shit team and you get to see like the youngsters play and you do that getting that in the Europa League as well. So much fun just having those occasional nights, but Ronaldinho, and it is mad how much he's still brought up today. It's those Champions League nights one on ITV. Yeah, against Chelsea. Where the one where he's outside the box and he dances. Yeah, we forget that they actually lost that tie, but because they because he scored that goal, that's all anyone remembers. Like we forget that Inter actually beat Spurs in that Gareth Bale game. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because, yeah. Just because he was so mad. Yeah, that's true. I get that. I get that. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, going back to Ozil, yeah, Ozil. I liked him. It's just a shame how it uh, panned out. I mean, well, the stuff you see now with the leaks at United, he was he was the guy that was leaking all the stuff at Arsenal. Oh, was he? It was it through his agent. So I know you spoke about agents earlier. Yeah, his agent was the guy that was leaking everything. Oh, I didn't know and that. There was a thing fair. about I'm not, not an insider like you, but well, I remember coming out. There was a thing where Arteta supposedly threatened to destroy whoever it was that was leaking this stuff, and then pretty swiftly after. Ertzel's gone to uh, Fenerbahce and he's not he's not what's ripping he doing, out what's he doing now he, he's doing uh, he was dropped from a couple of squads for Fenerbahce so he's not lift he's not uh, setting the league alight but his family are from Turkey so he probably has a much nicer yeah he's very yeah he is although it's not a nice team to be playing for when you're out of form I imagine Fenerbahce he's um he plays for Germany but yeah you've got a lot of those players who like they're Turkish, but they they play for Germany. Ozil, um, Gundogan's another one, is he? Yeah, is that, is that yeah, correct? Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, what's going on here? We're watching PSG Real Madrid just for the viewers, um, and there's something going on here. But yeah, let's carry on this humidities. one. Uh, nothing too much. 
I don't know if you'd have seen this in in the week actually. I don't know if Mbappe's playing, but um, that uh, Idrissa Gay that yeah, there he is. Um, he used to play for Everton, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. So Mbappe had to come out this week and tell people to stop uh, abusing him because yeah, the, it, it leaked that he'd injured him in training, just smashing him before they play Real Madrid. <laughs> Well, Mbappe smashed him. No, Gay smashed Mbappe, Mbappe and he no. had to come out and say, like, stop abusing this guy. He didn't mean to do it, but he's obviously all right to be playing today. It happens where, I imagine, Inertzel said he was going to go over there, be the best player in the league. and More in Turkey. Yeah, and just have a nice, fancy time. What Ronaldo will do, Ronaldo will be um, as bad as Ibrahimovic they, when he goes they to MLS. Go they go to the MLS. Yeah, yeah. Then, yeah but can you go on Bateman, can you? I mean, no. Ibrahimovic, I think, went too early. I think he obviously found out. He thought, well, I can still yeah. do a job. I he, can't stand him, though, so I was quite happy. He, no, he's, just in a, he's, a, he's a personality, isn't he? Let's he's leave it asshole. at that. He's a personality, Ibrahimovic. Um, but um, I'm, I actually might buy his book, actually, Ibrahimovic. Oh, I don't know if you need to. <laughs> That'd be a bit too much of him, that. But uh, yeah, no, he played well. Even in that season, he, you know, I bet with my like, I bought him earlier. My mate Steve, I, I put a bet on him, twenty pound bet with because he was so disrespectful. Eber, he was saying, "Oh, Eber, he's over the hill now. He's gone. He he won't, uh, you know, do it in the Premier League." And I bet him twenty quid. He scored twenty or more Premier League goals, and he was well on his way to doing that before well, he his, got injured. So his thing was, um, he scored like his goal record was great, but he had actually had the record for missing the most big chances of any player in the league. So it was like... Similar to Mohamed Salah. Well, it's pretty much what I think, and we did this on Monday, what United thought they'd get from Ronaldo. Like, he could be a detriment in the long term, but he is still going to be putting the ball in the back of the net. And just... think, the thing with United, Luke, is they've been doing this for a few years now. They're like they're, they're, they're somehow trying to keep it going. This, uh, you know, they buy Cavani, an old old Cavani, an old Ronaldo, an old Ibrahimovic, an old Varane. It's like they're trying to yeah. glue together, and, and and they shouldn't be doing it. It should be, you know, getting younger players in, trying to rebuild that squad do that for the next five, ten years yeah. to get back to winning leagues. Well, they keep trying to bridge the gap with these older players, and yeah, it, it might buy, win them a league cup like it did under Mourinho with Ibrahimovic. They won the league cup, Charles Shield, and the, the UEFA <laughs> the worst cup. Treble you'll ever see. But you just need to. Uh, Look, every club goes through it. Man United, they don't want to accept it, but they're going through that stage out like Liverpool did, but they need to get reinvest their squad. Forget all these old names. But you've, you know. got, uh, you've got to suffer first. Like, this is like, and I said we'd kind of close on that. Like, the comparison with Arteta and Klopp is effectively you take the hit in the short term to get your ideas across, and then in the long term, you're the winner and if we get in the top four it took you 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 lost in the Europa final didn't you to Unai Emery um, Phil, yeah. yeah and then yeah I went to that as horrible get back to the Champions League and then you can invest in Van Dijk and etc and then it yeah. goes up but you need oh, the yeah. foundations first and they're trying to take shortcuts, aren't they? And it doesn't work like that. Well it's just they've had an obsession with it for a few years like Cavani, Wimovic these older players, they, they, they try and get them in. And, uh, like we, Ronaldo, of course Ronaldo, he's still a world-class player, you know. But why why get him in when you've got uh, Fernandez, who, yeah. who's world-class, who, who this year has suffered, in my opinion. But like we, we tried it with, um, and it's a bit different, but when we brought in um, like Socrates and Licksteiner 
and uh, David Luiz. He was United, actually. But like we tried taking those shortcuts. Oh, you- sorry, I'm thinking of Mertesacker, not yeah. Schweinsteiger. Mert- Mertesacker was actually a pretty good player for us. Just he was, he's, he's like Crouch, where you were never going to take him seriously just because he was so stretched out. But he's yeah, probably Mertesacker. the last good captain we had. Um, but yeah, you, you try these shortcuts in the hope that you can kind of steal your way back to the top four. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. And it doesn't work. Yeah, no. You've got to have the blocks in place because a lot of these guys, when you bring them in on the short term, they don't they don't care enough. Like, they don't care the same as a 19-year-old Saka or... No, well, you see, Ronaldo, I mean, look, all his life he's been at top, top clubs, okay? He went to Man United and the Fergie, top, top club, winning Champions Leagues, Leagues, the World Club Cup, top, top clubs. He went to Real Madrid, a top club, won everything there, three Champions Leagues, top club. Went to Juventus, okay, you know, people say, oh, he's, they would have won the league anyway. Uh, but again, a top club. So he's gone to the United now. They're, of course, they're a big club, but when you're talking about near the top of the title and winning things, they're not a top club. No, no. So, so to be. let's not forget, they came second in the league and then brought Varane, Ronaldo, someone else. They spent big, invested on uh, on top of what Sancho, and then, oh, and then they've been worse. Disappointment. <laughs> um, but like I said, that, the original point about the um, bridging the gap and the yeah. long term and short term gain. Man United need to focus on on their squad. Need to focus on getting young players in, good players, not not just recycling old players. They bought Falcao in, Di Maria. They yeah. didn't do anything. You know, Di Maria. To be fair. They, they tried playing him in defensive mid. <laughs> like, it was just never going to work. Remember when you went back with, uh, was PSG, it PSG? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he was drinking on the... Yeah, yeah, that, that's... Uh... And then they went out, unfortunately. Anyway, rush, that Rashford penalty in the last minute. But then again, go back to our original point and I'm a bit of a Hitler on these sort of things. Yeah. Uh, he should not He should be a professional, Luke, shouldn't uh, well, he? He shouldn't be drinking, you know... I was know... actually going to end on this because you took offence to... Benjamin White celebration against Minamino in the <laughs> yeah. League Cup semi. I didn't think you'd bring that up barely. Do you not think you for for me on the half I want to see that on the other half I was like that's definitely coming back to bite you. Yeah. But then like in the second leg Minamino if he'd scored he definitely would have given it to Ben White. This it's what it's all about. Yeah, yeah, I I suppose you won me over Luke. I suppose you have won me over. If um if Minamino had done that in the first leg and Ben White had missed a chance, you'd have been loving it. It's not professional, Luke. <laughs> Final uh, point here. We got Messi on this evening and not to do a whole thing on him, but... Oh, Mbappe's through! Uh, yeah. Ow! Do you think Salah's form's dipped because there's been so much talk about him being the best in the world? Um, well, has it dipped? Why's he dipped? He's not been scoring at the same rate he was earlier in the season. Well, he scored two goals in the league the other week, didn't he? Yeah, he's, he, but he was. When you look at his goals per game and his chance creation, his numbers have dropped. And in fairness, the numbers he was putting up were freakish. Well, but I've always said no, that. Like, like you say, his expectation because he was making those numbers, you're saying his form has dipped. But, but it's like you, you. 
you've got to let other people talk about you. You you can't be the one talking about yourself. And I thought we were Mendy and straight after he had that mistake against West Ham. The second you start saying that you're underappreciated or you're underrated, it just never ends well. Yeah, I think to be like <coughs> I was saying to a few people, I was saying to Cam, he's an Everton fan I know. I was saying to him about the Ballon d'Or Ballon d'Or. Like Messi last season, a lot of people, me included, just said he alone, his footballing ability, he didn't do enough to win it. But uh, a counter-argument from yourself and a few of us was, yeah, but he won that Copa America. Yeah. So, His I think Salah won, he needed to win that African Cup of Nations. And I think he had, he, he felt that pressure. He knew he, he had yeah. to win it, not just for his country, but for himself. He won, you know, he, he wanted to, uh, and he had a lot of pressure on him that tournament. And his numbers um, were still freakish, to be fair. But as I've just yeah. said, Salah, like, it was a case of your numbers dropping from where you are. But I mean, you talk about dropping from where you are. I mean, Messi missed that penalty in the last game. Yeah, yeah. and then Courtois celebrated in front of him, didn't he? He shouldn't be on penalties. Like you can't be a perfect player, and very clearly his flaw. I mean, he's scored enough of them, but you've missed like thirty penalties or something in his career. It's like at some point you I've, shouldn't be the guy taking penalties. I think Messi and Ronaldo look. They've been freaks. They've been freaks in nature. In our lifetime, they've been the best players in our lifetime, 100%. But um, do you like, do you watch them now for PSG and for Man United? And do you think they're coming coming to the end now? Should they be playing at the top level anymore? They should definitely still be playing at the top level. But um, like we did on Monday and it was like, would we be having the same conversation about Ronaldo if he was in a City team and they were winning every week? Like, we aren't having the conversations about Ronaldo when he's scoring in stoppage time in the Champions League. It's just... When we were... I guess it benefits Ronaldo that we weren't watching him in Serie A every week. We're watching him under a microscope every week in the Premier League. And so we're judging him on more than just his goals. But I think these players have probably earned the chance to... Well, earned the right to play at the top level for as long as their coach or keep playing them is mm. how they adapt like Ronaldo's has adapted his game just United haven't adapted they're trying to play as if he's a different Ronaldo and Messi's dropping deeper now and he's not he's not trying to be on the last man and that kind of thing it's just how they adapt but I guess we've got to accept it when they're going around 35 years old they aren't going to be playing the same way mm-hmm. as they were but I think that probably does us. Uh, I'm sure we'll do another episode again in the future. Thank you for coming on. No problem, Lou. It's been a pleasure. Yeah. It's been a pleasure to come into your bedroom and yeah. you know <laughs> and have fun with you, Luke. Yeah. And <laughs> thank you for listening to another edition of the Spitballing Pod. We will be back next Monday. Goodbye. Take care. <laughs>